0: Tiger revenge. Brought to you by... Warning, you are now entering the Blue Tiger 10, the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. Revenge is upon you. Hit the music.
1: From our long, long June hiatus. That's right. The, the Tiger Boys are back in the den. The Revenge Crew reunited once again. I am comic book creator, semi-professional kayaker, mm. Tad Galusha, and with me is you love him, you hate him, the king of beards, the... The the Lord of the ball field. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Bambino of youth baseball sports. Big Brian Bales. How's it going, Big bry
0: It's going good. It's going good. Oh, wait, wait,
1: wait. Coach Bry.
0: No, don't ever, don't ever call me that.
1: <laughs> but hey, hey. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Just back in the tiger den. Just Man, it couple feels of, like a
0: couple of hungry tigers.
1: Yeah, a couple of blue boys just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got yeah, just a couple of blue boys I'll roll with it. hanging around. I like it. I like it. that.
0: I like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that 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 works out well.
1: God. It's been too long. Now also just to keep up with appearances and tradition. Yeah. I might have to run out of the room.
0: Okay. Of course. I would, you know, I would expect nothing less. Yep. Mm-hmm. Horrific bowel movements. Well, always on yeah, the precipice. That's, that's just what the listeners tune in for, especially after like a month long hiatus. <laughs> this is what, hey. that's what they want to hear.
1: Hey, they want You want the hot tiger milk. You're getting the tiger milk. That's right. That's, this is how it's made. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: It just, it feels good to be back. It's good to be back. That is true.
2: Yeah, that really is does. true. It was a
0: long, long hiatus, uh, very long month of June. And now as we kind of go into July a little bit too, but uh, yeah, a lot's been happening. A lot has been happening. Oh, well, who should go
1: first? I mean, obviously we got lots of, lots of stuff. To, I mean, we're going to be in the trailer park, deep, deep into the trailer park. Yeah. Yep. In this episode,
2: oh.
0: yeah, deep in the trailer park, there's some there's some new news that's uh, that actually just dropped today that I really want to talk about. Uh, oh. I've seen a few movies, watched some shows, um, even read a little comics, even read a little comics. You know what? What I didn't I didn't really read much comics, hmm. but
1: I did read do a lot of reading. Okay. that I can talk
0: about that's so. a good. That's good. I do have. I do have uh, breaking news, though, out of out of the Tiger Den.
1: Well, let's hear it. All right, and this is something. Let
0: me let me guess. Yeah,
1: McDonald's is sponsoring us.
0: Not today, unfortunately. Oh shit! Could you? I mean, they did the Grimace milkshake. They should do the Blue Tiger milkshake, right?
1: That's what I'm saying, (laughs) right?
0: I mean, there can be memes.
1: There can be memes. Tiger milk. The Tiger milkshake. Yeah, just killing people. (laughs) people. Just laying there in the woods, just puking up the tiger milk.
0: Perfect. No, uh, breaking this is something that I haven't even told you. This is something that I've been waiting for us to record, to drop it live. I'm scared. You've been kind of quiet today. Have I? I've just been been busy. I've been busy. But uh, I am exiting the comic collecting game. (laughs) why (laughs) um because i think i think the big reason i obviously i'm still gonna buy comics but i want comics that i can read versus just sitting on a shelf collecting dust i think Mm -hmm. welcome to the dark side (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) yes Come yeah. to me. I mean, they're great. I love them, but at at the end of the day, like you know, I was just they're collecting dust on my shelf. Uh, they look great, graded. They're beautiful, graded. Um, but I feel like I've gotten, I've kind of reached the point for my for me of like mm-hmm. the books that I can afford. If that makes sense, like sure, I'm never going to yep. drop thousands of dollars on a single issue of a comic. It's just not going to, like, one, I don't have, I I can't afford to. And, um, sure. You know, so I'd rather just put that money towards other things and, um, you know, just get books that I can read. Get books that I can read, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, you're getting down, if you really, you're boiling it down
0: to the
1: pure essence of the art form. Yes. It's storytelling, to take in storytelling. Yep. And, you know, that's been a debate, a big debate this last year because collecting, especially since the pandemic, right, it's really taken off. It's, you know, it's kind of brought back the whole collector's market. And it's interesting because, like, I've met people that they started off collecting like you were doing during the pandemic. Yeah. And then they're like, well, maybe I'm going to start collecting art. And then they started collecting art. And now they're just readers. And I don't know. You know, it's an interesting. I can understand all sides of it. Yeah, you know, I'm,
0: I'm not saying, you know, uh if there if something comes along that's affordable and that i really like i might pick up but i'm not you know i'm not just going to specifically try and get collector books and this is something that's kind of been brewing since uh you know we had uh, we had our buddy shomer on you know and if it's you haven't right. listened to that episode uh tiger cubs i highly recommend going back to episodes and uh, checking that one out cuz that was a great episode great conversation
1: well, and we even talked about it on that episode yeah. because you were like, kind of like, oh shit. Literally, just from watching like, yeah. a five minute movie trailer, you're like, fuck, am I, what am I doing?
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, honestly, and, and, and some of it boils down to, too, like, I'm running out of space and I don't yeah. want, and I don't want things to just like sit in boxes, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to turn this. I don't want to turn the tiger den here into like a hoarding situation, and that's really what it looks like right now. Uh, it does. It does. <laughs>
1: I want the viewers to know there's just books and books and boxes of books.
0: There is. There really is right now. Yeah, that is that is true. Um, especially all of the ones that I, uh, you know, uh, my coworker gave me. We're going. Uh, Bear is here, and she's organizing all of the uh, single issues right now, and I'm gonna.
1: What a grisly girl she is! Ugh.
0: <laughs> exactly. So we're gonna we're gonna take them in. We're gonna get them all organized and catalog them, and then take them into the shop oh. and sell them back to the sell them to the shop. And then uh, I'm
1: gonna give her sell the the graphic novels or sell no the, the single
0: issues. I'm gonna donate the graphic novels and then all, um
1: all of them or
0: the ones I don't want. Yeah.
1: Okay. To like yeah. a library or something. Yeah, that would be huge. Yeah, that would be huge yeah wow oh well you know you could do maximus he's gonna be a high schooler soon yeah dude high schools are chomping at the bit for that stuff right now it's one of the most read in that's uh, actually
0: a really good idea yeah i've got a couple hundred of them just take them to the call the high school and take them there
1: yeah they'll redirect you to the librarian um I, a couple years ago, I went. I I, th- I told you there's one of the high schools here. They had me come in and speak. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know why. That seems like a you know like that seems like a, a crazy terrible thing.
0: idea. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hey kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever, man. Just, this, don't just your- draw some comics. Sit in the basement yeah. all day. Let's go.
1: Dude, your parents don't know shit. Just do what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Everything they tell you, do the
0: opposite. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Exactly
1: dude and dudettes uh oh, okay
0: michelangelo from from 1987 <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Well, you, well you know something brother uh oh
1: yeah but uh yeah that was the librarian I, I remember i was having a conversation with her and she was telling me that that was really the that was the most like looked at like kids would just come in and and hang out yeah and they would just look at graphic novels check out graphic novels she's like they'd gone from like having like a tiny section to an entire wall that's that's all she was ordering was like manga graphic novels
0: just all kinds of stuff marvel dc if i was in high school now like i probably would have read i would if my high school would have had graphic novels i would have read a ton of them when i was in high school yeah oh yeah
1: same and we didn't yeah i remember when we were in high school man but when we were in school that stuff was looked as like Dude,
0: no, that's not yeah. going to be. I used to go to the. It's. It was. I don't know if you remember Walden Books. They used to be in Lo- every mall in America. You know, love uh, Walden Books. I used to go. To, I
1: had, I had a box set of Walden Books. Did
0: you? In college. That's awesome. I used to go there and buy the, uh, the black and white like essential Spider Mans in like all of the volumes oh, yeah. and stuff. I fucking wish I still had them. But. Uh, Do you want to talk about yeah. stuff that's worth money? I know. Get,
1: Those essentials. It's stupid.
0: I I had like seven volumes of that, and then I had like three or four of Daredevil.
1: I don't know why they stopped printing those. I don't know
0: either. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it seems like you could you could you could do that now, and they would make a killing. They would you would sell so many of them.
1: uh, Yeah, like if I was someone working at Marvel, I'd be like, hey, we should bring that back for, you know, like one. They're cheap. They're cheap to print. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just cheap
0: newspaper black and white yeah. comics and like you tie it to like when the next movie is coming out. So when, or like, you know, when the new season of daredevil comes out next year, have, have a couple volumes of the essential daredevil. Boom. Yeah. Done.
1: Yeah. And they, you know, they, I mean, go look at how expensive they are. So, you know, that they were highly coveted yep. and sought after. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I, fuck, I, I, Yeah. I should have bought a bunch of those when I had the chance. Yeah. Um and they were cheap too. It was like one of the few graphic novels when at that time you could yeah, get real cheap. They'd go for be like
0: four hundred pages. Yeah. You know? Now that's like an omnibus, and all omnibuses are like hardback and a hundred dollars, you know, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: I always want to buy them, but I don't because that same. same I've got yeah. I've
0: got two volume two omnibus volumes of uh, the Batman by Grant Morrison. There's a third. Haven't bought it yet because of how expensive it is. And there's a ton that I would I would just buy on the <clears throat> I would just buy omnibuses, you know, and just have a wall of them, but yeah. they're so expensive, man, so let me ask you this you you're
1: getting rid of your collection, yep, I'm guessing I mean, you've got a lot of money invested in that already, yeah, uh, and a lot of that stuff has appreciated in yep. value, yep, so you're just I'm guessing you're just gonna start selling it because that you you know I've talked to you've one of your dreams if the tiger Cubs haven't already figured out is to. Maybe have a comic shop one day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're getting ready ready to downsize, might be time to pull the trigger and do that online store or something like that. I've thought about it.
0: I'm probably gonna let that let that dream die. Let the dream die. I'm gonna let that dream die. Wow. How come? Just time. Yeah. Time. You know, I've only got so many hours in the day, and like I have like posted stuff. And, you know, I've sold some stuff, some stuff I haven't, and, uh, you know, I'm not in a, I'm not in a rush or anything like that, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to spend all my time doing, doing the online thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that,
1: that could be just, a, it could be a pain to the butt. It could also be nice. I mean, if yeah. you sell a few, yeah, it could be really great. Um, especially if you're moving a few every week, but at the same time, you a lot of those books, man. You could probably just unload immediately if you wanted to.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that I think I'm gonna let that dream die and um, mm-hmm. just I don't know. You're
1: not gonna sell. You're not gonna get rid of everything though, because you've no, got some, no, 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 no. Yeah, I was gonna say
0: you no, get some pretty. I, I'm I'm keeping some. I think my my all of like my super like there's there's some that are like special to me, right? That I'm not going to that I'm not going to get rid of. But yeah. The ones that aren't, I got I've got no issue with with letting them go if that makes sense. Sure. Sure the ones that you bought just is like, "Oh, this
1: will be this is going to double in value when this movie drops or something." Yeah. 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 That, that that makes sense. And also like, you know, you have a son who also adores uh pop culture garbage like we do. Yeah. So
0: I, I actually gave him. Like, I gave him a graded X Men book. So that blows a little mind. Was he he like, loved yes. it. But then he was like, "Can I open it?" And I'm like, "Fuck no, you can't open it." What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> just <laughs> torn up within minutes. Like, uh, <laughs> no, he didn't open it. But, but yeah, so I, I gave I gave him one, and uh, he was like, "Dad, is this worth like ten thousand dollars?" And I was like, "No, bro,
2: <laughs>
1: you should just say yes. Just lie. Yeah, man." Don't let anybody know you have this because
0: they'll come after you.
1: Yeah. 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 That's how, you know what? When I had baseball cards, my dad was like, you can't, you can't let people know you have a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Like I, like I, I got an autograph, Mickey Mantle baseball. Yeah. And he was like, you can't, you can't let people know you have this. And I was like, why? He's like, this is, this is worth too much. And if it gets messed up, I'll kill you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like, I didn't cause like, you know, like the few friends of mine that were into baseball collecting, I let them like, I'd show them it. Cause yeah. to them it'd be like, Oh my God. Yeah. But I had other, you know, a bunch of kids would come to the house or something. And I didn't, I kept all that shit like yeah. locked up in a, like a pantry. Nobody, nobody saw it. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, man. Well, I think it's, it's, I think that's good. I, I mean, it. you know,
0: it's not good. It's not bad. It's just, it just, it, it just is. It's just evolving. And I don't know, man, I don't, maybe it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm in like a weird phase or maybe I just, it doesn't like, I'm not like itching to go and like add to the collection. Yeah. I'm not itching. Like I, I feel more towards like, yeah, let's just, let's just unload some of this stuff and make, hey, can room, I be honest? make room, get a little money, yeah, go ahead.
1: This is the most Brian Bales thing I've ever heard. That's true.
0: I'm going to get really. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> and then I'm going to sell it two years later. <laughs> that's uh, I. Yeah, that's also correct. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm guessing we've got it. There's going to be something else that's going to pop up in the forefront very soon.
0: Probably. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there will be. I'm sure yeah. there will be. Yeah. Well. You know, well, I'm getting back into golf too again. I'm starting to golf more, and I haven't play. I didn't play for like a year and a half, and then I just oh, started yeah. again a couple of weeks ago, and it's been great. Um,
1: Enjoying it. Last time you, you start. You were going to start. You weren't happy, and you were like, "That's it. I'm never." I remember you called me. You're like, "I'm never playing golf again." This, this is my back,
0: okay. my back is just, yeah, was just hurting, and uh, starting to feel better. Um, I nice. am, yeah. And it's just one of those things that I just, I really love. I really love it. And, uh, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather do that, you know?
1: Yeah. Rather golf than collect books that sit in a plastic case in the dark. Correct.
0: (laughs) Correct. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. But I'm still reading.
0: uh... I'm still reading and I'm still buying readers. So.
1: I mean that's where it's at, right? I mean, like there's so many readers that I've purchased that I bought just because I loved them, and then now you find out it's like it's worth something to someone somewhere, and you're sure. like, oh, yeah, I got that whole series. I didn't know that that was worth anything. Cool. Yeah. But, right. You know, I, I still pull it out and read it. I don't, you know, if right. It gets messed up, it gets messed up. I don't care. Right. It's like the whole the whole purpose of it,
0: you know, is just to yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Well, I th- and I think getting more graphic novels, I think, than anything else, because that way I can read the whole thing. And, uh, you know, there are some books that I'm always going to like, I'm always going to buy, like, I'm never going to stop collecting like turtle books. Those are the books that I'll never get rid of. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That's, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with that. That was my breaking news. That's big news.
1: Yeah. It's a big, maybe not a big world event. That's a big Brian event.
0: It's a big Brian event. I would agree with that. Oh. I would agree with that. Oh,
1: speaking of big events.
0: Yeah you've been following what's going on with all this ufo shit i know i know i have i have not tell me i haven't seen anything okay Okay. see my life has been consumed it just my life just freed up again so please tell me everything
1: okay i'm probably gonna butcher the info but the, the gist of it is so you know like what last year right the the pentagon had their big or not pentagon but congress had their big like uh uh, showcase talking acknowledging that yes there are ufos the ufos are real right yeah yeah not saying they're extraterrestrial but they're right and un- we yes there are unidentified objects and they ca- start calling them uaps like oh yeah uh, den- identified aerial projectile so, some or something shit.
2: I,
0: yeah
1: yeah ufos but just we'll stick with the classic um and then you started having like you had pilots come out and they were like, mm-hmm. Hey, this is my experience. It was like it was definitely like there was it, it was intelligently controlled. It wasn't just some weather anomaly there right. was something we saw, blah, blah, blah. And then it basically it's been people promising shit and then nothing, right? Nothing. Well, about I think a month ago um, There was a, a law that was passed or a bill that was passed. Okay. That ba- it was called essentially, it was basically allowing for government whistleblowers to be protected and not be viewed as enemies of the state. So, like, ah. uh, who, was, who was the guy that dumped, did the big dump Snowden? a few years ago? Like, Snowden, if he were doing the whistleblower now, he yeah. would be protected. He would be like on the run hiding in.
0: he's in russia right now yeah wherever i think
1: he's yeah i think he's in like an embassy in russia someplace yeah um basically that dude steps foot outside that those walls though he's either kidnapped or dead you know essentially um and so anyways it allowed it because you know a lot of it there was actually a a lot of it had to do with like a lot of this ufo stuff right because they're starting to find out there's like "We, we really don't know there's a lot of money that gets spent literally hundreds of billions of dollars right? and it goes to this black budget stuff. And they're like, I think a lot of it is like, well, is it, you know, if you want to be fiscally conservative as spending government money, you know, you, you know, taxpayer money, you want to go, well, is it going to black budget stuff or is this going line in people's pockets? Like where, how's this money getting spent? Which is a legitimate, a legitimate
0: thing. question. Yeah.
1: Right. And so, but what caused
0: this is there's a guy
1: who is, his name is David graves, I think. Okay. Um, I, I'm probably butchering his name. I think it's David graves. Anyways, he had like, he's one of the first guys, like we've had a bunch of people come forward and be like, Oh, the government's got UFOs locked up and are trying to, you know, um, figure out how they work and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, this guy was the first guy to have like really, really high government clearance. Where, like, he was the guy that was, uh, you know, coming in with intel and debriefing presidents' shit. And, uh, he just recently, like, stepped down from the position, and, like, I think last year or something. And he has now come forward and he was saying that there's a retrieval program that's been operating since the 30s. And, uh, and basically it was like he now, again, it's all just him being a whistleblower, sure. but he's filing basically the paperwork um to for there to be congressional investigations.
2: Okay. Which
1: it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a big fucking deal. Like right, it, right, you right. know, and of course, you know, you got all the UFO fucking like experts that are like they're doing their rounds on all the TV shows. Oh, yeah. And one of the big things that was interesting is like this news network that never heard of. They were the ones that were like, we're gonna publish the article. They pub- they were the first to publish it and do the big interview and stuff, which was I watched it, listened to it. It was interesting. Again, you have to take it all with a grain of salt because it's just somebody talking. It's like, or is this guy who is an Intel officer, is he being manipulated by right. the Intel? You right, know what I right, mean? Right. It's like, you know, because we know that fucking happens. Yeah. Um, but it was all like, you know, if you're wanting something that's a bit more interesting. And you like that side of life, that fringe, like what if?
0: Um, you know, we love that over here.
1: We love that crap. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I thought it was really, really interesting. Um, that uh, so, anyways, there's a big, um, there's a big interview that you can see with David Graves. It's like 45, 48 minutes long, where he just talks about like the retrieval program, all the evidence. He doesn't name names, but he was saying that like other. The more he kept digging – he was part of that congressional group that was uh, put forth a year ago to start investigating to see if there were some kind of program. Okay, And he said he kept having people approach him. Now, the caveat is he can't say a lot of the stuff because it has to be in line. Like you can't – he can't give up government secrets, right? Right. Like you can't – like, oh, this is classified, so I can't reveal – but you know, there's he can talk about so much. So like he said, he saw stuff, but he wouldn't say exactly what he saw. Yeah, he didn't yeah. Go and see it directly, but he signed. He was given interesting photos, interesting documents, um, and then there was like a bunch of like historical documents that were going all the way back to like World War II, and all mm-hmm. this. It, it was all fascinating. I don't know if you like that UFO.
0: I'm gonna have fun. to find that interview and watch it. That sounds cool.
1: Yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay. I, it, yeah, Dave, I, think, I believe the guy's name is David Graves. If you just David Graves, uh, basically they're calling it like a uh, UFO recovery. I think it was re- – like yeah, and there, he was saying that we have like up to like 12. It's like nine or 12 vehicles that have been recovered over the last like 80 years. Ryan Graves. Ryan Graves. Is that right? Former Navy Graves? pilot Ryan Graves? No, 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 no. Uh, maybe I'm getting it wrong. It's David something. David, Jesus, this is
0: riveting. Riveting. Absolutely. Hey, you know what, though? We're here for the... Okay.
1: Is David Grush. Sorry. David Grush. God damn it, amore. Oh, I
0: see it. David Grush. David
1: Grush. David yeah. Grush,
0: UFO whistleblower claims. Here we go.
1: Yeah. And so there was a guy named Ross uh, Colfart, uh, and he did a, 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 a full interview with him for some network called news nation. I think they're a newer network. I've never heard of them, but, okay. um, I also don't have cable television. So, uh, but it's interesting, you know, and they, everybody's looked into the guys legit. He does check out. He's not like some guy who says he's one thing. And then it turns out he has no credentials. No, right. he's, it, that's more of the thing is like, Oh, he's a heavily credentialed individual. That's making some pretty big claims. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, or you know. terrifying. I don't know. Like it could be. <laughs> I I I don't know if I buy the extraterrestrial element to it. I personally, honestly, I think that I think it's all part of a something a larger campaign to just like a big flex. Like it, it, the timing of it's all interesting. Russia True. is is struggling to take over. Uh, Ukraine, you know, Ukraine, which is a much smaller. A nation they shouldn't have issues with, you know,
2: yeah.
1: at least on paper. Yeah. And then, you know, China has been looking to expand their military and, you know, even we're, though just, they're,
0: we're just flexing on them. We're letting them know.
1: Yeah. Where it's like, listen, listen, son, we've got anti-gravitational technology. You only want to see our sixth grand sixth gen jets because you ain't ready for it. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, that's v-
0: much more believable, I think. Not as cool. Yeah but much not more believable. Cool yeah, yeah. Digging
1: up UFOs in Antarctica, Yeah, you know, and, or like, you know, retrieving alien bodies from South American crash site or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Yeah. Not nearly as cool. But if I, if I had to guess, I, I think that maybe I, my whole take on it is because the big co- topic of conversation is, Oh, is there suppressed technology? Why right. has it been suppressed? But I kept thinking like, okay, well let's think back. Right when the atomic bomb dropped, right, which was mm-hmm. supposed to be like the most top secret American program at that time in the 40s, right? right, the the cat was out of the bag. Americans did it; they achieved it with. By 49, the Russians were doing the exact same thing. Like right. they had made the first test, right? So they like America knew we had a small window before people started catching up. So I don't know what would be the best way. And like you look at the Cold War, right? It was a constant pissing match. Like yeah. as soon as the Russians would jump yeah. ahead with something, then the Americans would jump ahead, vice versa. It was just what would be the best way to head that off is to develop something and just never let anybody know about it, keep it under so, just so the essentially
0: much- like they're what we're seeing as quote unquote top of the line technology, like from our military is really like 40 years behind.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, we're, at.
0: we're I, like, I, it, I could see that. Like,
1: yeah like you know it's like okay they unveiled you know the the what the new b2 stealth bomber the new version of it yeah right and that's supposed to be cutting edge is it are you telling me like nothing's really improved like let's see
0: fast let him reveal it and then just wait for the next top gun movie that's all i'm saying it, right, tom cruise will right. be flying it whatever it is that's right he'll be but, flying it
1: I I just, I think that's what's, I honestly, if I had to put money on, I think that's going on. I, I think the whole UFO thing, um, I think it's more of a, just a like, dude, like, yeah, you are seeing UFOs. There are UFOs. Right. You've got drones and stuff that are doing things that you're not capable. Yes. We have stuff that could go aerial and then also drop into the ocean and function just as well. Like, I mean, that would be, if you were a foreign military, you'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. God damn it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. Yeah. Interesting.
1: But then it kicks up all this UFO crap, which you know that's going to muddy the waters because you're going to have all the people that are pro, like, all into this alien extraterrestrial right. crap. They're going to muddy the waters and
0: fill the conversation. And, and if I was a betting yeah. man, if I was a betting man, I would say that the government would be like, yeah, Give us that alien talk. Give yeah, us that alien talk so we can dismiss it.
1: Yeah, because then you can just be like, what are you guys talking about? What? Yeah. Aliens? Yeah. No. Meanwhile, it's some like 30 year in advance like hyper jet that can go into space and the
0: ocean or right, I don't know, you, right. know,
1: like, yeah. you know? And it's like, oh, okay. That just So makes basically sense.
0: they they have access to Batman's arsenal. Because I'm pretty sure all of his shit can do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Batman. We got Batman stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, oh I God. mean,
1: I want it to be the other way around. I think it'd be cool if it was like aliens and, you know, like but again, uh, you know, the one thing I like that some of the skeptics have presented, they're like, okay, say aliens do exist. Say they have the technology to travel here. That means they're so far advanced from us, why would they even waste
0: their time? See, like that's what. So I don't know if they, you remember this. A few. This was a few years ago uh, when I was doing a podcast for my work where I interviewed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. I was interviewing like veteran business owners. Okay. And I interviewed this guy who was a who was a contractor who worked with NASA. And hey, wasn't he, he like an
1: astrophysicist?
0: Or yeah. Something? Yeah. I don't remember exactly what he was, but he was talking about like the the moon the bridge the, the moon bridge. Um, oh.
2: And yeah, he, yeah,
0: he, he said he essentially he was like, We have the technology to do that. He's like, we could do that if today if we wanted to. It
2: was
1: like
0: the space elevator, right? Yeah, or the space elevator. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah. so then I was asking him, I was like, I gotta ask you about aliens, you know? And uh he said I was the first person to to like ever get him to talk about aliens in like a public setting. But his thing oh, wow. was, his thing was like, if they do exist, they are so like it's so advanced. That it's like, uh, you know, what was the wording? It was something like, we're like little cells to them. If they have the technology to like come and, you know, intergalactic travel. Break it
1: down that for us to think that a species that's that advanced or we'll just say even like society, say maybe it's intergalactic society of multiple species for them to even show interest in our like, dunk, little like ball of mud that we are so superficial and like self-centered to yeah. think that we're that interesting. That would be like us going like, dude, see that anthill over there? That is the most important thing in the world. We need to invest a lot of time and energy observing it. Yeah. And that would be it, you know? Yeah. And like, and it, you think about it, it's like, dude, you don't give a second thought to an anthill. Even people who study anthills, like they're looking for the most unique, interesting, yeah. You know, they're not looking at just one tiny little anthill too. So like, yeah. yeah, maybe what you're seeing, you are seeing like drones that come from light years away, you know, or, or something like that. But it, it just doesn't, to me, it just, that's where I, I get like, oh, you're so fucking right. Like, it's so selfish to think yeah that an advanced society like that. Yeah even give a shit about people that are still that are still fighting each other over borderlines you know what i mean where yeah. it's like okay we're not, even,
0: not and, even and and we've been doing it since the dawn of time <laughs> so yeah i mean you know
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah it, it it is interesting i'm sure it'd be great to just know right to sure. know like maybe there is, maybe it's both, maybe it's both things that we just talked about. Maybe there are, there's visitors, they check it out and be like, oh, these guys in a, you know, in millennia, if they haven't killed each other, they'll, they'll be ready, you know, a few thousand years, maybe we'll check in on them again, yeah. see where they're at. Like, yeah. Hey man, what happened to the fucking dinosaurs? This place was cool. Yeah. This place maybe, was cool. <laughs> yeah. This place, maybe this was like their Yellowstone Were their Yellowstone. Were oh like, yeah. There we go. They like, yeah, they come and like watch like, oh wow, look at these idiots. Oh, look at that ape.
0: Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. I'm driving his car. Yeah. Look at them. Look at them. And well, these these two guys in the tiger den, they're all right. Let's let's bring them along.
1: Man, these guys are they're producing grade A intergalactic entertainment. That's
0: right. That's right. If they can understand us, which I think at this point, if they're that advanced, they can they probably know what we're talking about. So they could
1: they could just run some type of translator. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be fine. You you know what? Maybe we. Maybe we've ascended. Maybe that's what—that's our calling, dude. Maybe we are the podcast, the first podcast for the intergalactic
0: federation. That's right. You, you hear that, Joe Rogan? You motherfucker, we're coming for you,
1: uh. <laughs> dude. That guy, man, he's—I just saw a clip of him. He just got—he was saying, like, "Do you see that volcano that that exploded? It produces in one day." more co2 than all of human history and then whoever the guest was like hey can you see how much co2 it produced and then they're like nope didn't produce any co2 total bullshit yeah and like someone went like where did you see that and it was one of those realizations that like i think people were going like oh this dude gets his knowledge from memes yeah he watches instagram or yeah talk and then is like it's true yeah. Yep. I read it in a book. No, you didn't. You saw it in a meme yep. that somebody made.
0: Exactly. Total horse shit. Exactly. No problem, man. Okay. Oh man. See, speaking of total horse shit. Um actually no, not total, not total horse shit. Are you talking about the that.
1: Flash? Are we going to get into the Flash? Do
0: you want to talk about the Flash? I figured you want we wanted to talk about what we've been up to on our month-long hiatuses, but we can dive right into the the Flash is something that I did see during you know the what? hiatus. I want to
1: know a little bit about what you've been up to because, you know, then we can jump into the trailer park and get down and dirty. Yeah. Yeah, Because I think for the most part, I don't know what's been going on over in uh, the land of Hollywood, but everything's like the stuff you think is going to kill, not killing. Yeah. And the stuff you think is going to be like just a fart. It's been doing really well. Right. So we can talk about
0: that. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. So what what have you been? What, what 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 was the big thing besides you deciding that you're not collecting comics and coaching Pee Wee baseball?
0: That was it, man. The, the Pee baseball, the youth baseball all star season was uh, really kind of the big thing. That. Uh, so
1: let me ask you this.
0: Okay. We talked about this a little bit. Okay.
1: Because it can't just turn into the the youth baseball podcast. No, no, no. So let me take. I know you have takeaways. And uh, you had an interesting experience. If you were writing a comic or ooh, make, going to make a movie okay. about your experience, I know the focus is going to be on the parents, but a little bit. How would you approach? Like, what would be the key things that you would think have to be the standout? Because, like, I'm thinking it'd have to be a comedy because the stuff you told me about was fucking ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you could make it like. Yeah, I think a comedy or, like, a dramedy where there's elements of drama in it, too, um, because there were definitely, like, some positive – there like there were positive takeaways from it. Like, watching the kids, you know, where we started to where we ended, there was just, like, a massive transformation yeah. to where, like, up to, you know, to win our last tournament. Like, they were making plays and, like, you know, yeah. actually looking like a team and looking like baseball players, you know. Um, That's cool.
1: That's got to be rewarding because you guys like taught these skills to them. and
0: Yeah. Yeah. Know, it, did. And it It was, it was good. But I think, I think for me, if I were going to write something about this, it would be about, ooh, I had,
1: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say names. They're no, no, no. Listening. I would never,
0: I, I honestly, I probably am not even, you know, uh, I think it would be, like, uh, something about balance and, like, balancing expectations, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, because, you know, you do one thing, it makes somebody happy. Somebody yeah. else is 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 pissed off about it right, and they're gonna let you know, and they're it. gonna let you know about <laughs> it like i i think that i think the comedy element just comes from the fact that you know pe- people
2: just
0: well, yeah they're, they're seven they're seven and eight year olds and and you know like these these kids like they're not gonna remember that they won a game or that they lost a game right yeah you know they're gonna remember like Oh, man. Remember when we went and did that? That was really fun.
1: They're going to remember the pizza party after the game that you all met up at, you know, yeah. Alfie's
0: or something. Like, yeah. hey,
1: man, remember that sweet arcade? You know, Yeah. You guys played six games today. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny just broke his thumb playing the video game. It was awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, I think the comedy element just comes from just how serious some people take it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. and. And for me, it'd be like a part of it would be like a discovery, like a self-discovery <laughs> film too, or like, uh, where you, yeah, I know my Siri heard me say something. I don't know. Uh, so unprofessional. I know. I'm just, a, I'm a shitbag man. Just ask the parents, the the team that I coached. But <laughs> That's right.
1: That's right.
0: I apologize to the
1: intergalactic federation. Um, yeah. You know.
0: Brian's doing his best. He's doing his best today. Um, I think what I realized is that I am a rec league coach. And I think that for me, if it were, right. if everything was completely up to me, like every kid would play everywhere, every kid would do everything. Um, and it wouldn't matter if we won or lost.
1: Right. Especially at that age, just everybody's getting a vibe for what it's like to be on the ball field. Everybody gets to be a catcher, be a second baseman, first baseman.
0: But that is not the reality of these. And it was – so like for that kind of stuff, like I had to rely on like the other coaches and be like, you know, because I'd be like, hey, let's switch some people out. And they'd be like, no, 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 they're playing good. We're going to leave them in so we win this game and I'm like okay cool like that's fine yeah. um so it's 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 all about finding finding that balance and so like for me yeah I'm I'm more about let's play let's play ball cuz we love to play ball yeah you know let's not, yeah that makes perfect let's, sense let's let's not worry about how many RBIs you hit this game uh, or how you know You know, or what your batting average is. (laughs) It's a pitching machine. You know, like, uh, oh my god. So Uh,
1: that's so funny.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and that was that was kind of my big. It was the like the culture shock, right? Where I just said, where I just thought, hey, this is going to be like the regular season. Like, no, 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 no. The intense factor. You know, if you don't win you hear about it from somebody like somebody's playing so, so this position and 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 they shouldn't be and that's why we lost or things yeah. like that and it's like you realize that that's an 8-year-old kid right like they don't even want to be here man the south park
1: got it right <laughs> south like, park let's be got honest. it right <laughs> yeah they want to lose so they can go home and enjoy their summer like that's the reality
0: yeah so it was it was yeah it was an eye-opening experience i think and uh something I'll never do again. So let me ask you this. Yeah.
1: Cause you have a son.
2: Yeah.
0: He,
1: he got his taste, his
0: his taste of, of sports.
1: Do you hope that he goes into enters further into the world of competitive sports? Or are you kind of on the fence where if he doesn't, cause you know, let's be honest, some parents like they want yeah. their kids to be into sports. And I'll be honest. If I had kids, I know enough about myself, my own personality I would want them to play sports. If they had zero interest, I would accept it, but it would be like difficult for me. I think.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I think as, as, as long as he continues to love it, yeah, then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be there to support him. You know, um, it's, I'm probably only going to like, I like coaching him just to have that experience. Um, sure. And, uh, but I'm, I'm probably have a couple of more years left of coaching. Just, I don't, I don't think I would make a good coach as they get older into more advanced, um, you know, into more did, advanced play. If that makes yeah, sense.
1: Just, yeah. Yeah. You've just dealing with the parents. Not, like, it, be, it, not just, even. The, yeah.
0: I mean, I am lucky for like our regular team. It's like a great group of kids. I know all the parents, they all know me. Um, yeah, they probably appreciate the value that you're like, we just, kids to learn have fun that's yeah that's the goal yeah Yeah. and so you know as he continues to advance i would probably step back or if i was going to coach i would be like the fun assistant you know who buys everyone gatorade and just gives kids high fives you know good job good job yeah 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 so i would i would want to i want to evolve into the fun coach at some point and not you know not be head and where it all, this
2: Johnny, if you
0: don't get in there, if you don't strike this guy out, God, oh my God, I'm gonna break your face. Yeah. You're playing like shit. Yeah, and and, and, I, and let's be
1: real. If you've never played sports, especially once you get up into like junior high, oh yeah. high school, dude, that's the reality. Like, I don't, I know people don't like. it. Like, if you're not a sports person,
0: you never play. I'm on a the sports team. person. I don't like it. I don't. There's a, there's a lot of aspects of of sports that I that I that I don't like and that is the yeah. money that is involved in it it just changes changes the game changes w- the game changes the way that it's played for these kids and if you look at like not saying that you know my anybody from like my cat or anybody from our team is gonna like Make it to the major leagues or anything like that, because you know, being realistic. But if here, they do, you get to be like, I was their first coach. Obviously, you know, I would take listen, credit for it. But
1: I gave them the foundation. <laughs> they probably should invite, give me season tickets. I'm just they saying should, they should I'm probably
0: just... give it to one of our assistants who who knew more about baseball than I did. But listen, <laughs> if one of the kids I had coached wrestling, yeah,
1: was like a UFC champion, you bet your ass I'd be like, listen, hey. Hey, who taught you the double leg and how to do it right? Me, me, you owe me. A- Come on. Yeah. Take me to one of the events. But so <laughs> the name drop by, tig- by the, my blue tiger podcast. That's, yeah,
0: that's important. You got to wear the shirt. Um,
1: right. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the point I was making was like, if you look at, at, at major league baseball, sure. Half. And I'm, I'm almost done and then we can move on. But, uh, half Half of the league is international players. Oh, interesting. And it's America's pastime, right? And that number is only going to grow. And part of the reason for that, in my opinion, is the way that we teach the game. Everyone's so focused on travel ball, tournament teams, all of these different things where it's essentially you're paying to play and you can land with a great coach who's going to develop you. Mm-hmm. But more than but a lot of times you might land with a coach who, this is their job, so yeah, they're they're not focused on developing you. They're focused on getting that money and keeping the players in who are gonna play, you know what I mean. So they're focused they're focused on winning. Yeah, it's
1: winning because the more they win, the the higher the fees. Yeah, um, and the more notoriety comes with. It's like what was that movie that was really big when we were in high school? Um. It was a football movie.
0: Oh, like any given Sunday? Or no? Uh, no, no. The, the high school uh, Friday Night Lights. No, 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 no. It was before
1: that. Um, Jesus Christ! It was all about like the one kid. He didn't want to be the. He didn't want to be the the quarterback. Varsity Blue? No. Varsity Blues. Was yeah, it? Varsity Blues. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. You remember? And they just ran. They ran oh, yeah. crazy this this town. They could get away with murder. And the one guy was backup quarterback. because. Yeah. And because his dad was a star, blah, 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 but he hated it. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. A little bit of that varsity blues element, man. Yeah. Remember the coach, total piece of shit, but like he was, you know, they'd won
0: championship how many years in a row. Right. So I, you know, I would like just, you know, if he wants to continue to play great, if he doesn't. Sure. That's okay too. We'll, we'll find something else, but right now he still wants to play. Like we were putting in work today, so you know that's what i like the 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 monster in me that's what i like to hear man
1: i I told you when i was a kid i didn't have a choice we did yeah it was like it was like two hours a day man
0: yeah we we do like half hour 40 minutes something like that and we break it up break it up throughout the day but um you know i don't force it because again so young eight years old almost nine like yeah. Have fun. Let's, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it as fun as I can, you know? So See, I
1: like that. I like that. Like, I mean, I told you some of the horror stories. Like, yeah. my, don't get me wrong. My dad was a great, great guy, but he took sports really, really seriously. And whatever sport I was playing every day, we now were listen, putting if in. If he was like, playing
0: basketball, his ass would, we'd be up at 5 a.m. fucking shooting, ru- shooting jump shots, you know?
1: Running, running lines. Running right? lines. Run in, yeah.
0: That's, that's yeah. That's right. But, you know, he plays baseball. So it's fine.
1: I, w- you know what though? I mean, 5 a.m. for that kid, he'd be like, "Yeah, sure." I've already played like six games of Minecraft.
0: <laughs> I know that's true. <laughs> I know, Where have dude, you been, man? Dude, I'm he ready. woke up at eight o'clock today, and I was like, "Oh my god, what happened?
2: Are you okay?" You <laughs> all right, buddy.
0: <laughs> Anyways, yeah. that's enough. That's enough baseball talk.
1: But this—it's an interesting story there, though. Uh, that you hinted on the like, there's you know, like I, th- I always find. The sports story is always a fascinating one. There's a reason why there's so many movies and um, books, yeah, it, I, comics about you it. You know,
0: over overall, just not. I would, I would, I would still say not the most positive experience. I would say, like it was, it was sure. like it ended early. It, ended, okay. it it ended up ending early, um, and it was on some on some level, it was disappointing. You know, but on other levels, sure. it was like a sigh of relief because it was like, cool, like, I don't have to deal with this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um,
1: yeah, that's a bummer.
0: Yeah, that's a bummer. It's, it's but a, it's unfortunate when, when parents take things out on, if they, if they have an issue with a coach, they like take it out on the kid. Sure. So, sure. and that's all I'll say. I've told it all to you, you know, but, oh, I know, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to air it out here for the tiger cubs. Yeah. That's fine. Well, let me tell you about my high. Yeah. Me, what were you doing, man? I know you, uh, you, Dude, you went around.
1: I was all over the place, all over the place. Um, we went on a writer's retreat. Nice. And for what for. Almost two it was like a week and a half,
0: yeah you were you were you were there for a while,
1: yeah, we started off in my hometown of good old Arlington, Washington, which a uh, man dude that place is it I used to I always tell people like oh yeah, it's a little logging town I hadn't been there in a long time, yeah, uh not a little logging town anymore, like a big huge town with like condos and shit Wow I was like, yeah, it was like really jarring I was so like taken aback um. But that was kind of cool. Um, so we started there and then we took a ferry out to the Olympic Peninsula and we just camped and slowly drove our way down through the little coastal towns and camped in like uh, state forests mm-hmm. and uh, state parks and stuff. And it was, um, and so in the mornings, uh, we'd get up real early and go find a coffee shop, uh, like right when they open, and we'd go right, like we'd ride all day. Yeah. Uh, and then we'd go after. afterwards, then we would go like do a little hike out in the, you know, one of the state or national forests that were right there, like the Ho National Forest, which if, you know, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then in the evenings, we would go and like, we'd do dinner someplace and then we would just like tent camp in the woods or um, or like close to the beach. And a couple of nights, a few nights, we were in, like, a KOA just because, you know, uh, Dr. Wife, she still is yeah. – she, she hasn't recovered all the way. We used to do a lot of the, like, national forest where there's, like, there's no amenities. Yeah. We'd hike 15 miles out in the middle of nowhere, set up camp
0: on the side of a mountain, and that's where we would go to. You know, we're getting like, older, too. You know, we like the amenities sometimes, so. Yeah, man. Like, it was kind of nice being able to take a hot
1: shower in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I got to a admit. dump in a toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was fucking up some Canway bathrooms, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but not to get gratuitous. Uh, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was really interesting. Um, and then we worked our way down, like through like Ocean Shores, yeah. Ocean City, Astoria, um, and uh, we'd hit like little bookshops and little cafes. It was it was not. Nice. It was really like. We, we were on the road a lot, but, like, the longest stretch of driving we'd have would be, like, three hours. Yeah. Which really, if you think about it, isn't that bad? Like, drive for, like – No, it's not too bad. No, two and a half hours or something. Stop. And, like, if we wanted to pull up, we just pull up. We are on no real, like, time frame. That's the way to all. do it. Yeah. Yeah, no schedule. So if we sell something we wanted to check out or if we want to stop in town. And then we worked our way all the way down uh, to, like, Lincoln City and um, – just kind of hung out there for the last couple days. And then we shot out into Portland, Portland our last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and we met up with Matty K. Yeah. Uh, which was good. Uh, we met up with him for breakfast, uh, the next, the following morning. And then we flew home and, uh, it was crazy. I went to like five comic book shops in 12 hours, uh, that's from a good the da- evening. We, th- that's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the evening we got into Portland uh and then like just where we were at we're like oh let's stop here let's go here um yeah it was crazy i forgot dude the cop don't believe the hype that you hear uh on the news dude portland is um it's nice man it is, i mean it, yeah it was it's back baby nice uh, bring some money not cheap yeah but that's uh, for sure. Ha- when has it ever been cheap uh but dude the comic shops were all they all had like awesome like indie and european sections like i was just like oh fuck i forgot how you could have
0: dropped a lot of money i did drop a lot. nice that's what i like to hear that's what i like to hear
1: Dude, we literally had a suitcase full of books that we brought back which is stupid it's dumb it's like why but yeah we just we just kept picking stuff up here and there you know Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh yeah it uh it was a little bit unorthodox. I I originally was like, Oh, I'm going to do all this drawing and sketching out there, but I just ended up doing a lot of writing and, uh, it was nice. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a good time. That's cool. Yeah. That was what, that was my big, other than that, I've been just at back in the basement. Yeah. Drawing my tits off, you know, there we go.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 All right. Building that, building that milk supply back up, that tiger milk supply. So,
1: so enough of the, you know, yeah. Pandering.
0: Okay. an hour in we're like all right let's get to it
1: (laughs) why don't we take why don't we take a quick little break okay and then uh and then we'll jump into the trailer park and you can give us all the lowdown and all the dirty deeds that have dropped sound good
0: yeah okay all right
2: check one two Oh,
1: and we're back. And this and this uh, sequence of uh, Blue Tiger Revenge mm-hmm. is brought to you by the diarrhea that this Taco
0: Bell is going to get me. <laughs> Worth it, though. Right.
1: Worth it. Worth it. So if you don't mind, I'm going to eat dinner while you break down what's been going on at the theater, my man.
0: Okay. All right. Well, before I... So do you want to talk about the stuff that dropped today, or do you want me to talk about the movies that I've seen first or the movies and shows that I've seen first?
1: Mm. You know what? Let's talk about, uh, let's start off on a good note. Okay. So let's talk about the new, the big thing that dropped today that the whole internet's. Yeah. Yeah. God damn mind
0: over. Yeah. Uh, so what dropped today was a, the official picture of uh, Hugh Jackman in his yellow, X-Men suit.
1: Now do we know that this is legit? Are we being bamboozled cuz there was one that dro- that was floating around a couple days ago of him in the
0: red suit. 100% legit. Like it was posted like uh Ryan Reynolds posted it um and then the the official Deadpool Twitter like posted a high res photo of it and then mm. people are showing clips of them like filming. Oh really? So that's a legit picture um, and it I am not gonna lie, it looks fucking fantastic. I have one issue. Laid on me. I have one issue with the with the suit. Okay. Um, it's long sleeves. Classic Wolverine. He's got like the the blue cuffs on the top of his shoulders, and then he's got oh. no, and then it's sleeveless to his gloves.
2: That's
1: right. It so, kind of it looked like it just the suit he's wearing kind of mimics the same. If you took the color out of it, desaturated it. Yeah. It was almost the same suit as Deadpool, just yellow.
0: No, 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 not even, no, not at all. It looks, it's no, it's, it's definitely a Wolverine suit. Like they designed it to look like the Mm. nineties, the nineties X-Men cartoon. Um, did it have the stripes, like the, uh, something that symbolized the like stripes on the, it's got sides stripes on the sides. It's got the X belt. um, Mm blue and yellow oh yeah it's it's different than the than the uh than deadpools the only thing man it's just why else why would he get that jacked for you to cover his arms man like let let the guns out let those hairy guns out question yeah the mask oh he wears the mask we're gonna see the mask you think we're gonna get the mask i i fucking guarantee you we're gonna see the mask it's gonna be one of those things where he has it on and then he takes it off and never puts it back on again because he's hugh jackman um but i, I kind of want to see the mask just once i want to see i promise we'll see the mask i I can almost guarantee we will see the mask but well overall what'd you think what'd you think of the suit oh you wait till i take a big bite yeah um hmm. i don't know it's even got the metal no, maybe. the metal inserts where his claws come out of you know like classic i did like that yeah yeah This was a nice touch
1: yeah, I think it's cool that we finally get a suit. And I think Deadpool, if you had tried it in the other movies, yeah. I think it would have added to the campiness to the bad X-Men movies. Yeah. And if you would have tried it like in the, you know, when the 20 years ago in 99 when you yeah. were uh, That's when would I have wanted to pretty,
0: see it, but
1: same here, but it would have looked ridiculous. It would yeah. have horribly aged yeah. the movie, right? Yeah. Um, I think this is the one time, the one vehicle you could probably pull it off in.
0: Yeah. I Um, mean, these movies, they need to give them, they need just, everyone needs their comic accurate costume. Like let them cook, man. Let them, let them have their suits. Let it, let that be part of the fun. Like you can have that campiness while also like just playing it dead serious. If that makes sense. Like, I think that still works.
1: Uh, I don't know. Look at DC. It's been kind of a debacle. It's <laughs> fair. It's um, fair. I think it only works for the Deadpool movies because it's a, it's a, it's a rated R comedy.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: they're so over the top violent. Well, it's, and so and it's suicide,
0: the suicide squad was the same way. They all had crazy suits and it was a rated R over the top violent comedy.
1: And the content is just like, you know, yeah, it's beyond rated R and it, for some reason, it makes it work because it it grounds the characters a little bit and like their egos a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you get the same thing. Like Deadpool, if you made him a serious character um, – I mean, look at uh, – what was it? X-Men.
0: Zack Snyder's Deadpool.
1: <laughs> yeah, or like that first Wolverine movie. What was that
0: first Wolverine movie? Oh, yeah, Origins. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was – I mean – Look at what they did to Deadpool. Yeah. They tried to make him like badass and it's it's trash. Yeah. It's like yeah. it was laughable then where he, like he has katanas that come out of his forearms. Yeah.
2: Where Why?
1: do they sit in that mean he can't bend his arms when he's just standing around? Like right. I don't understand. <laughs> right. like, it was dumb. Yes. And, like everyone knew it was dumb except for the movie producers who apparently. were like this is fire.
0: This is fire. Kids
1: she, are going to eat this up. Yeah. And meanwhile, mean well they bastardized like like one of Marvel's like up and coming biggest characters, you know. Which, behind is, which
0: is weird because you know, twenty years later, DC just did the same thing with the Flash. What <laughs> bastardized like one of their most popular characters? Yeah, yeah. You want to jump into that? Let's do it. Let's do it. And let me. All right. Uh, let me. One
1: of the biggest projected to be one of the biggest blockbusters of the year. Uh, James Gunn says, "I've seen it. It's, it's my favorite." Great-
0: he said it was his favorite movie of twenty twenty three.
1: James Gunn's favorite movie that he will then, after its release, laugh at and call garbage,
0: which is what he did
1: essentially. <laughs> so, yep, and that's because, well, he probably bombed. didn't actually. He probably hadn't seen the movie. Yeah, he was just doing due diligence, and well, that's what happens when you. But uh, I I don't know what you want to call uh, Mr. Miller at this point.
0: Yeah, um, I will say this. Right. Let me let me let me say this. I liked the movie, bastard. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay. It was a dog shit movie. There we go. It was it was a te- it was a terrible movie. The CGI was awful. Uh, there was no villain. I, s- um, I
1: saw that scene you were talking about where it shows everything, like the yeah. time warp. Yeah. Oh my god, that
0: would be bad for like WB. Yeah. How did that make it to a? So like, where'd the money the, the, go? The, the best part was when the director was like, Oh yeah, we did it like that on purpose.
1: Come on, bro. <laughs> like, okay, Come on.
0: Buddy. Okay, buddy. Um, you know, there the, the crazy thing is, is like there was a there was a good movie in there. Like there were good moments of the movie. Um yeah. the opening sequence was really good outside of the bad, like the really bad CGI. Um, the opening seat, the opening chase sequence with, uh, Ben Affleck, Batman was really good. I liked well, we knew that. You're we going to
1: like that regardless.
0: I mean, it was good though.
1: I, I, I got a question though.
0: Yeah. I saw some clips online. What the hell did they do to his suit? It was fucking weird. They made it looking. weird. They,
1: they, I didn't like it. His mask didn't even fit.
0: No, it, they, it was
1: really strange.
0: Yeah, it was, it was weird but Ben Affleck was great in it and he he had like a a really nice like interaction with uh with Barry Allen like basically like I like that you're focusing on
1: the character and yes. not the actor. <laughs> yes,
0: I'm going I'm not going to talk about the actor because Good. uh yeah, but there was just like this really great scene um where Barry Allen's like, "Hey man, I can go back in time. Um like I can change things and and Bruce Wayne is like, like you're going to ruin everything, dude." Like I've Never made a lot Batman. of mistakes. Like, um, and he's like he's basically like, you know, well I can fix it for you. And he's like, dude, you you can't. Um and he and he just talks about how he's like, you know, I've made so many mistakes to where like now I'm alone. Like, don't be like me. And it was a really it was a really heartwarming, like a really nice scene, kind of nice send off for Ben Affleck as Batman. Um Yeah, I like
1: that. That's cool.
0: And then obviously like the best part of the entire movie. I mean, Michael Keaton, hands down, every scene he was in was fantastic. Um, it's the only thing they advertised, and for good reason. For good reason, because the rest of the movie was horrible. Um, what? Mm. what about Supergirl? She looked awesome. She was she was cool. She was really good, too. Uh, yeah, those two were definitely uh, the, the two standouts. Um, okay. Like, when you see... Mm. Almost the two standouts.
1: There was one. One, and... You know what I'm talking about.
0: I don't. What are you talking about?
1: Dude, Nick Cage, Superman, totally
0: stole the show. No, I didn't even have he, to see the movie. He was in there for – it was, it was a 10-second clip of him.
1: That's all you needed, man. Him turning around, looking all fucking majestic and beautiful, in in
0: the, in the terrible, in the, in the terrible CGI. The funny part was that was actually him. He actually filmed that scene. Oh, I know. Yeah.
1: Did you know he leaked it, actually?
0: I did not So know there, He
1: did an interview two years ago or maybe it was a year and a half ago, and they were like, would you ever co- consider playing Superman again? And yeah. he goes, maybe for a few seconds. <laughs> ah!
0: That's awesome. But, yeah. I mean, when you see, like, Keaton, uh, when they're in, like, the Russian facility trying to rescue, when they go to rescue Supergirl, because they think it's Clark Kent, right? Or they think, yeah. it, yeah, they think it's Superman. But when you see him show up as... Uh, when the two Barry Allens are just like getting gunned down by Russian soldiers, when he shows up and just beats the fuck out of all of them, best part of the whole movie, best part of the entire movie. Yeah.
1: Was, were they in an alternate universe where Superman didn't exist? It was Supergirl instead of no, Superman. So
0: they were in an alternate universe where Superman never. So like, uh, in the beginning of man of steel, right? when uh when krypton's exploding and uh, uh uh they send kalel to earth he doesn't right. escape zod gets to him and kills him oh as a baby as a baby yeah oh i like that that's dark yeah, yeah. but
1: but another another kryptonian
0: yeah but supergirl got there and was, was that like his his sister his cousin. or cousin yeah or? it's his cousin okay yeah yeah so like
1: so zod shows up to
0: say yeah to find her Yeah, and instead of instead of him, yeah. Hmm. So it's it basically they go back to the to like Man of Steel time. So twenty thirteen when Zod appears first appears. That's where in the alternate universe. um, And then there's no villain though. There's no villain. So the villain is. So wouldn't the villain be Zod? Well, no, he was just a caricature of himself. Like he. Oh. So what happens? It's it's one of those things where um zod wins because this universe was meant to be destroyed okay um and so the young barry allen who's in that universe he keeps going back to try and change it every time that they fail and he does it for like 50 years and then he's all of a sudden old evil flash and that's the villain and i'm like this is dumb you literally have reverse flash yeah yeah and you don't use them just so you could ha- give us two Ezra Millers. Come on, man. Come on.
1: The last thing everybody was <laughs> the two last Ezra thing. Millers, man. And, you know, and the guy's already like just like uh, uh, a, a, a nightmare in, in terms of logistics. And then you make two of them.
0: Yeah. Come the, on. It, the, the, the sad thing is, is that Ezra Miller, he actually like does a good job. Like he's not a bad he's not a bad actor, you know. But no, he's
1: a great actor.
0: You he's just an amazing actor. You can't look past their transgressions. <laughs> like you know what I mean? And it, that yeah. killed the movie. But you know, I think Well,
1: that liter- what was the report that came out? That was like it would have been cheaper to cancel like just shelve the movie yep. than to actually release it. A- release That's how yep. bad it. Because yep. they spent so much money on
0: advertising legal fees (laughs)
1: Uh, payoffs
0: yeah yeah which is it's it's sad because there was a good movie in there like that could have been a really great movie um and this is why you're the heart and soul brian because you can watch a total fucking like
1: i don't know diarrhea sandwich of a film and be like listen there is
2: a
0: good movie in there god damn it but you know what i'm talking like yeah. You've seen bad movies and you're like this could have been a good movie. You know, and I'm not yeah, I'm the, not going to sit concept here Concept is good. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that that I have the answers and I know how to make it a good movie like I don't. Um sure. but I also know that like they ended the movie on a gag which was it was it, there was a missed opportunity there, I think. So like when he goes back to his universe uh, and then he, his dad is freed, and Bruce Wayne shows. He calls because Bruce gives him the key, like the piece of technology, so he can free his dad, his dad or whatever. And so mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne shows up, and then you, and then it's George Clooney, and Flash is like, "Who the fuck is you? Who the fuck are you?" That's literally what he says. He's like, "You're not Batman." Um, you know how I interpret that? Yeah. No one's
1: ever asking for the Joel Schumacher Batman to be reprised. No. And, and that flash, uh, Ezra Miller's flash, he's in that universe. Bye-bye.
0: I Bye-bye. agree. <laughs> but I guess, I guess I see this as a missed opportunity because they were saying, well, this, this movie, James Gunn was like, this movie resets the DC universe going forward. So there was your right. opportunity to have your new Batman show up
1: yeah you know what i mean
0: like here's the guy that's gonna play batman because or at
1: least hint at a batman something like you don't necessarily show it but like hint yeah like yeah
0: yeah but it sounds like it
1: was nothing but missed opportunities i from what i read it seems like i will say max loved it he's he's eight i know. give him that yeah it's fine yeah if he knew what ezra miller did to eight-year-olds he wouldn't
0: yeah that's true (laughs)
1: He's gonna lock you up on his farm, and there's gonna be no Wi-Fi. Yeah, yep. Um. Uh, from everything I've read about it, like
0: I'll probably watch it once it is. It's, it's gonna be on HBO in like a week. Yeah. Let's be if honest. you like Keaton as Batman, it's worth watching.
1: I want to see that. I like the su- the Supergirl looked interesting. I do like the idea of her fighting like Zod and all that. I don't know how she well gets it looked. Killed.
0: Oh, he's heard it here oh no yeah he she he kills her every time each time he tries to go back he kills her batman gets killed a wow. couple, every time like so what what is dc trying to say that
1: women aren't as strong as men
2: <laughs>
0: wow <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow Ooh, um, not touching that one um, um but, but I, I guess i guess the sad part is is like you have this abysmal release and then what? In a couple of week, in a few weeks or a month or whatever, Blue Beetles coming out. No one's going to give a shit about that movie. Um, Aquaman's like, about to start reshoots here again for like the fifth fucking time. Um, no, one
1: cares, no one cares about those movies either.
0: Exactly. So like, and almost—it's like not like the first one was like fucking blowing everybody's hair back. You know what I mean? Like, it made a billion dollars is the crazy thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, people enjoyed, uh, what's his name? Momoa. But, like, no one, yeah, but that's why people saw it. No one's yeah. seen it for Aquaman. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. It's it was just, a fun it,
0: popcorn movie, but nothing more than that. I mean,
1: yeah, the thing was watched like a music video.
0: Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. I will say, it, it, you almost want them, you almost want, like, James Gunn and DC to just, not release either of those two movies any new movies until the superman movie comes out like just stop because you're not building you're not building up hype (laughs) or just not everything has to be linked man just like the most all the most successful
1: franchises they're not linked logan deadpool's kind of but the joke is that it's not
0: yeah Um, well this new one will be though
1: right right you know but like I mean, no one saw in the, what is it? What was the into the spider verse? Yeah. The first great like, which we'll talk about the new one here soon. But like, that was like game changer. Right. And no one saw, they didn't even advertise that movie that just dropped. And people were like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, this is insanely awesome. Um, Logan, you know, like. Yes, it has continuity, but not re- like they. Not really. None stuff. of
0: the X Men. The X Men has like the worst continuity. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I think they want to distance themselves from Brett Ratner as much as possible, and, um, and Brian Singer, both of them. Oh, that's right. Both, both of oh, them. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, like Logan. You know, I, I just, I don't understand why. And I hope even Marvel. You know, Marvel's
0: been very successful with it, but I hope that they they haven't been as successful since Endgame. Since Endgame, I mean, Shang Chi was good. Was probably the best of the new ones, in my opinion. And then Spider Man. um, But yeah, yeah, and Spider Man. I mean, shit, that was even during the
1: pandemic. Like yeah. that that, that movie like single-handedly saved the theater business
0: (laughs) no you want to know who's single-handedly saving the theater business is tom cruise tom cruise man you say say what you want about the guy weird dude that dude love and he just he loves movies like i read a thing about him today was when he i read a thing on him today that he called the head of warner brothers and asked him if he could watch blue beetle And then loved it and then called the director of Blue Beetle and was like, hey, man, this is exactly the kind of movie we need. Like, that dude just loves movies. Wait
1: wait a second. Are you saying Blue Beetle's good?
0: I doubt it. He loved the Flash. Tom Cruise loved the Flash, too. So,
1: Oh, God.
0: But but that's what I'm saying about Tom That guy just loves movies.
1: Yeah. He just loves
0: going to the theater. Speaking of which, I've been watching uh, all the Mission Impossible movies because I'm gonna go see the new one this weekend. Cannot wait! Does it come out this weekend? What's that? Yeah, yep.
1: Did you hear? Kind of weird. Did you see that uh, indie kind of got its butt handed to it in the box office by some like like independent
0: film out of nowhere? I I'm not surprised, um, because. I think kingdom of the crystal skull left bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, which he's also very old. I think that's a lot uh, hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around. It's and, uh, there's no Spielberg, you know? Uh, so mm. it's all of those three things, you know, but let me just say, saw it. I fucking let lo- that movie ruled, dude, that movie ruled. <laughs> it was great, dude. It was everything you want in an Indiana Jones movie. Like action, adventure, uh there was some there was comedy, there was like heartwarming pieces. Like it was a just a really great movie. Romance? Um at the end, there was a little romance at the end.
1: Okay, that's all you need. You don't need we don't need gratuitous love scenes with Harrison Ford, but No,
0: but he, re- he, re- he reconnected with Marion Ravenwood at the end of the movie, which was really nice. I like that. He needs they a get, good they got married at the end of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and then the movie opens with like, you see a picture of Shia LaBeouf in a marine in a marine uniform, and this is 1969, right? So Vietnam. So he's gone. And then you see divorce paperwork on his on his uh, fridge. And so, I want
1: to see the movie, but I'm afraid that I don't care what you say. Like I didn't like Crystal Skull, right? Sure. I didn't think it was a good movie, but but. Here's the big but. Spielberg, I don't care what you say. Maybe he's lost his he's lost his mojo. He's got to get his groove back right. But when it comes to cinematography, the guy is, in my opinion, one of the best Agreed. visual storytellers. Agreed. Like in of our generation. Like, Agreed. Like yeah. turn off the just leave music playing. You don't even need yep. sound. 100 percent like, like, agree with you. War Horse was not like a great movie, but visually. The way
0: he like set up scenes and stuff, it was fucking nobody does it better. Nobody does it's it better. Beautiful, man. yeah, yeah.
1: And I don't know if it's him or if he just works with like the best. He just has a combination, to-
0: it's a combination, you know. Um, Probably. but I will say, like James Mangold, he he directed the new Indiana Jones movie, who did Logan. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that guy, he's another guy who doesn't really make bad movies either, yeah. He doesn't really miss, yeah. And uh, he didn't I I don't think he missed in this one. I thought it was a really, really great adventure that leaned into Indy's age like it Mm -hmm. leaned into it leaned into the fact that he's old and he's trying to keep up with this with his goddaughter who there are certain points where she kind of runs circles around him because he's old, you know, and and has been out of it for a long time and has to like find a reason to be Indiana Jones again, if that makes sense. I think there's an interesting, cause like, obviously those type of
1: franchises, they're banking a lot on nostalgia, right? Yeah. And I would be curious to see the correlation of aging characters that are beloved. Yeah. You know, comprised with nostalgia, comprised with success at the box office, because like that was one of the things that a lot of people didn't like Logan, right? It wasn't that Logan was a bad movie. They just didn't like... It was like watching your dad get beat up. Yeah. You didn't like to see Logan... Like, he always gets beat up, but in the end, you know... He,
2: he heals. He take it.
1: Yeah, but he can always take it, where in Logan... It just, he just would get beat up, and that would be about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was interesting how many people I talked to who were like, oh, I didn't like the film. Not because it was bad. It's just, I didn't like seeing Logan. Because you've known Wolverine, essentially. Hugh Jackman is Logan for 20 years. Yeah. And I wonder if... You kind of got that same thing with indie, right? It's his last but Even one. older. Yeah. Right. Like th- physically he can't do another one. He's just too fucking old. The dude's yeah. like what, seventy-five or something? He's eighty
0: now, but he was 70, 78 and seventy-nine when he filmed the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it was great problems. for an eighty-year-old. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But but we're not getting another indie movie unless he's like
1: on his deathbed in the beginning.
0: Yeah. You know, like Which that's I don't it. want. I don't want them to replace it. So
1: But I guess my point is I wonder if like people like our parents' age, Yeah, that was like their, their Wolverine, right? That for was sure. their Logan. For sure. So I wonder if it's hard to sit – like their turnout wasn't as huge as people were hoping it would be because for them it's a reminder of like,
0: hey, you're old. Yeah, I mean it could be. definitely. You know? I could definitely see that and like psychologically it's just like more of a reminder of like yeah this isn't temple of the doom
1: indiana jones with his shirt off and he's like six-packed and jacked yeah you know like you go back that was like the most ripped indie he was he was he was he was, he was yoked it looked, looked great
0: it looked great i'm mad at it so good. Like, so good. let's be honest he looked fantastic <laughs> uh <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow. (laughs) But it
0: it had, I mean, it had every element that makes an Indiana Jones movie good. It had like that uh, supernatural science fiction little piece to it. It had the adventure, the the humor, the action. Uh, It had the Nazis. um, Goddamn Nazis. Which was great. Um, I I really, even the time, like, people were kind of mad about the time travel aspect of it and really yeah but the same the same people hold on the same i'm gonna go on a soapbox here for a second these are these are the same people who didn't have an issue you know with raiders of the lost ark with an ark that opened up and it melted people's faces that's what it does man temple of doom when a dude reached in and pulled out his heart
1: Listen, I'm pretty sure I saw my dad do that in a parking lot back in 1992,
0: okay? And three, dead, sir. Uh, The Last Crusade, where there's like an 800-year-old knight who's just sitting in there.
1: Yeah, I wasn't down with it. You know what? That was always my least favorite,
0: was The Last Crusade. Really? As a kid.
1: Yeah. I like Sean Connery, but I don't know. It was like, you know, we're talk. we're talking young Tad. Yeah. Temple of Doom scared the shit out of me, even yeah. though watching now it's like more funny, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, it's got the kid from the Goonies in it,
2: man. Yeah,
0: I, like, st- I still think that. Well, I think that that Dial of Destiny is probably the third best. I would rank it as my third favorite, the third best Indiana Jones movie. I think you've got Raiders, Last Crusade, Raider. Dial of well, Ra- Raiders is one of the best movies, greatest movies of all time, just in general. Um, but you've got, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got Raiders, Last Crusade, Dial of Destiny, Temple of Doom, Kingdom of Crystal Skull in that order. That's my. That's my. I'm personal not going to argue
1: it because Crystal Skulls last, and I'll take it. Yeah, because that movie uh, was.
0: But you know, actually, you know, it would be really cool to see. Would to see? Let's instead of replacing Indiana Jones, let's not. Let's never replace Indiana Jones. Let's get. Let's bring back Short Round as an adult, as like was inspired by Indiana Jones, and turn that into like a TV show where he's like finding artifacts and and, and hunting down Nazis. I'd watch that. I, I would. Well, be he'd be going against Russians. No, it's got to be Nazis, man.
1: Well, then it'd have to be South America, and
0: they'd have to be like ones that escaped. Well, see, that was the kind of interesting thing about Dial Dial of Destiny was you had you had the one Nazi right, the one from actual, like the one Nazi who helped send America to space. Um, But then his like right hand, his like protege, was just this white American dude who was. Trying to was learning how to speak German. Well, there was so tons could, and so tons. So they could go back in time and take over.
1: Well, I mean, I hate to break this to you, Brian, but there's a large population <laughs> of Americans that are huge Nazi sympathizers. I know. Uh, I know. It's rough. You actually in your the area that you live in, there happened to be quite a, a, a small stronghold of them.
0: I um, that does and, not. <laughs> I'm pre, I'm pretty sure there's probably some up in Alaska as well.
1: Oh yeah, we got them. We got them. <laughs> They're up here.
0: But uh, I just I thought that that was interesting to actually put that in the film. Um
1: Yeah. That is really interesting. Well, also too it's that whole like um you know, there's a lot of people heritage uh is a strong thing, right? Like you might be an American, but you view yourself as someone who has roots to another country. Sure. So um I mean, how many times have you met somebody who I like identifies as like, oh, I'm German or Japanese or something like that, even though they were born here, you know. Yeah. And so I think that's where you get some of the um German, uh yeah. sympathizers, if you get my drift. Yeah. Not a big fan. Not a big fan
0: of those folks, but, you know. Nope. Nope, nope. me either. But, but, yeah, man, I definitely I definitely think it's worth watching. Um,
1: I mean, if it's better than the Crystal Skull, I'm in. It,
0: um, world's better. World's okay. better. But you also know me. I will defend most of Crystal Skull as well. So... <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, you were just basically going back for seconds on the baby poop sandwich that was Flash.
0: So. Yeah. You know, <laughs> listen... You know, uh, what else did I, I watch? Saw,
1: I saw Michael Keaton in there. I was go I was, I was, I was diving in. I couldn't help myself.
0: Well, you know what? That was the only part worth seeing of the entire movie was him. So
1: that's the only reason why I'm going to watch it. That's man.
0: the only reason anybody watched it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you
1: know, not to revisit flash. Cause I feel like we beat that okay. thing to death, but, um, you know, what's sad is, I don't know how much truth there is. I'm sure it's a lot of just hearsay and bullshit but the rumor is the the articles that are floating around the the hearsay
0: okay is that the Joe Rogan you read it on a meme but go ahead and probably
2: tell me. <laughs> yeah the Joe <laughs> Rogan read it
1: <laughs> um that because flash failed yeah. and this was Keaton's reintroduction as Batman to yep. a whole another generation yep. the 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 big wigs up at Warner Brothers are going to view this as like that ah, Keaton's not viable as Batman anymore, we don't need to do a Batman Beyond. There's no interest in. I, which I, that math doesn't work. It's like no. Yes, there's a
0: there's, yes and on. no. Yes and no. Really? You think so? I think that's I do think that that was on the table. I think that having him like be featured in his own movie was one of the reasons why he agreed to come back. Would kind of be my guess. Um, I mean,
1: someone had to be thinking about
0: because everything now is long. Yeah, someone right? was thinking about Batman Beyond. But I also think for the same reasons of like why Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford isn't might not necessarily be viable is because it's like old and watching your dad get beat up. You know, I think or, I think some of that might or
1: watching your dad beat people up and you're like, dude, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> either
0: or, you know,
1: <laughs> dad, sit down, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Exactly. I just want people to realize if my dad was alive, that would be something that would be happening (laughs) probably right now. (laughs) Sit down, dad. Don't make God damn it. (laughs) Sit. That's it. Fine. I'm up.
0: Yeah. But I think that that probably plays a, plays a piece into it too. But honestly, we're never going to know because uh, I, I would be shocked if something like that happened, which sucks because I think you could do that as a, into a low budget movie. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like
1: do an HBO series. Oh my fucking God.
0: That'd be great. But yeah, it's never going to, it's never going to happen. Um, which is nope. what, you know, it's, it's fine. Like, I think we got to see him one last time, which was great. Um, it's just a bummer when you get
1: something like that, you're that and, You have that strong memories behind, you know, and then it, it's in a vehicle that's so weak. It's like, you know, it's like seeing your favorite character in like, you know, how many times I've bought comics, you know, especially as a kid, because it had a character that I loved. Yeah. And then the comic was like, not good. Or the character only showed up for like two seconds at the end. Exactly. It's just always such a bummer. And I feel like that's what kind of flash did is it it?
0: was because every scene that Keaton was in was fantastic, but it, was fantastic because of him you know it wasn't right. because the movie was good and he was adding to it it was like oh no he's the only reason right you know and
1: you get to see like the Batplane, the batmobile all yeah. that kind of stuff like yeah i mean i didn't even see the movie i just watched the clips online and i was just
0: like oh man yeah i don't need anything else Dude, just- when he dives swoops in and takes out the russians and then when he whips out the batarang and just starts blasting people with it oh it was one of it was it's inc- cool it was an incredible moment to watch in the theater because when we were kids that was
1: stuff you kind of wanted to see but they were they couldn't do because the, you know it had to be like it was more inferred like yeah. oh, a guy gets taken out and it's in darkness yeah you know? yeah because it couldn't it wouldn't look cool if you had michael keaton trying to like right do all this right stuff, they didn't right? have
0: the they didn't have like The technology and and let's be honest like the level the high level of stunt people (laughs) like right or i mean let's be honest i think a lot of some of the probably quite a bit of those batman scenes were probably cgi as well um
1: oh definitely
0: so you just you didn't have that um yeah but so it was that was really great to see but not because the movie was good but because that was what's what
1: cage man he went viral because of that movie i'm,
0: I'm telling you his, it's gonna his it's coming scene was cool man no it's not coming. i know it's, it's coming. not coming it's there, no, yeah stop it. You, you it
1: michael hearn's gonna make a guest appearance as the villain it'll be great
0: oh <laughs> yeah the only way i'll accept a nick cage superman movie is if john travolta is lex Luthor. done let face done. off too. <laughs> done. Done. He's oh, too he's bald now too he's
1: bald now too dc <laughs> call us right now blue (laughs) tiger just saved your entire entertainment division yep john Travolta. oh you could even call it superman face off oh
0: my god yeah you're welcome wow you're welcome america uh to the to the the united federation of (laughs) extraterrestrials out there uh we're ready to ascend yeah i think i just cracked the code uh
1: humanity you're welcome
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh what else did i watch um we watched both seasons of the bear
1: yeah but come on this is comic books man bear's great but uh, uh, T- uh, here here's my question yeah i want to know about the new spider-verse movie oh fuck i forgot about that, that. was that was a like a, a game-changing it was an experience, amazing movie right? yeah, the, that dropped it, during the pandemic how was the new one
0: oh it it picked up where, it, where the last one left off man it was really really good um you know the it's funny because the plot is almost exactly the same as the flash, but they did it so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. uh, uh, Like uh, on on some level, it's like, so if I'm, if I'm like breaking this down, like as stupidly as I can, like as poorly as I can, because it's been like a month since I've seen the movie, but like every Spider-Man has like what they call a canon event. And if that canon event doesn't happen, it destroys the universe. And that so,
1: timeline's just gone.
0: Yeah, but every canon event is basically whatever police captain that they're friends with has to get killed. Okay. And obviously Miles' dad is about to be promoted to police captain. So they all like try and capture and Miles so he doesn't
1: destroy be- his own timeline.
0: Yeah, but and then you find out that he wasn't even supposed to be Spider-Man to begin with. Because oh. the spider that bit him was from another universe.
1: Oh, so his timeline's all messed
0: it's, up. His timeline's already fucked. Yeah. So that interesting. was... was interesting. Was, it was really interesting. And yeah, I mean... It's so
1: much more interesting than the
0: Flash. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, and it probably was just crazy. Oh, it was Spider-Man. insane. Well, that was
0: like the chase scene where all of the Spider-Man's, different Spider-Men are chasing Miles uh, yeah. They were saying the animators. They were saying it took four years to to complete that chase scene, just by itself. Can you Imagine
1: being like you're. That's what you've been doing the last four years. It's just animating like a couple guys running down a sequence. Because you know there was a team of dudes. And oh yeah,
0: and oh yeah. Wow. So it was that's dude. They, just the work that they put into that was so incredible. So incredible. Like as good as into the into the spider verse was the first one it's like how hard is it to make a sequel that like raises the bar you know what i mean that doesn't sequels don't always raise like very few times have sequels raised the bar if that makes sense especially like a direct sequel you know you've got like empire strikes back the dark knights um i'm hard pressed to think of spider-man 2 um Bat- batman returns no i would not agree with that um
1: what better than the first one you didn't no, think it pushed the bar
0: i don't think it was better than, than batman no
1: i'm not saying it's better no it that's what the i'm envelope. saying is
0: raising the bar i'm saying raising the bar as far as like oh. being better than the original like there's not a lot of those that that happen it happens few okay, and far you between don't
1: mean, yeah you don't mean like just bigger film you know like movie that's just better all around like an actual yeah film yeah no
0: that's very that it's, it's rare non-existent it, it, especially like direct sequels you know because yeah like mission the mission impossible series one was really good two was garbage and then three Ugh. four five and six have all kind of gradually gotten better with each one but that direct sequel was not good you know what i mean yeah
1: was that the ang lee one didn't ang lee do that
0: it was uh um uh, I just remember they brought in like some Hong Kong. Yeah, it TV wasn't actually It was um, Wu. Was it?
1: Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't uh,
0: remember his name. Now I'm going to look it up.
1: I just remember because uh, I remember seeing interviews with him and he was like, they wouldn't let him do any of the stuff that they brought yeah, him into. Yeah, it was John Wu. It was John Wu. It was John Wu. And who and makes great just, movies, you know. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And he was horribly upset with how the, the first – I remember that was like the big news on yeah. Entertainment Tonight at the yeah. time when the movie dropped. Yeah. I remember that movie. That was the first time I'd watched a movie and realized that, like, some movies are bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. I was, you know, yeah, because I remember watching, because my parents watched the TV show. Oh, yeah. And they loved the first movie. Dude, and then the f- we-
0: yeah, the first movie's fucking great, man.
1: Yeah, and it, because it was like a spy thriller. It wasn't so much like an, it was there's some action, but it, it was, was like a thriller. A sort of spy, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then that second one came out and it was just like the weird motorcycle fight scene and stuff. And I just remember. It's the only time I think I've ever seen my dad laugh at a movie, and just like kind of like I don't need to watch this. And we like you know we yeah, rented. that was a big deal in my yeah. household. Yeah, oh, shit, Friday night.
0: Yeah, Mission Impossible Two. Same. Nope. Same, but yeah. but yeah. So you, you just you don't see sequels that are better than the original very often. Like it's very few and far between. And uh, wow. yeah, this this one, you'd it, say it,
1: the Spider-Man sequel was better.
0: I do. It was just wow. It, yeah, it raised the bar, man. It raised the bar.
1: Wow. Wow, that's crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm gonna have and to. And it ends on a cliffhanger, so
0: which was really neat. Oh, so we're getting a third. Oh yeah. So let me ask you this.
1: Are you excited for Craven the Manhunter or whatever his name is?
0: Oh, Craven the Hunter? It looks it looks like uh the next Morpheus movie. So what I'm
1: hearing here, if I wanna get like just badass cat powers. I need to go out and get bitten by a radioactive t- lion any, or any tiger. Ra-
0: any radioactive animal, if it bites you, you have powers, dude.
1: Or just an animal. Just an animal. Yeah, if
0: their yeah. blood drops into your blood, you, you get their powers. Yeah. I I'm thought this was known. That. This is common knowledge, you know?
1: I didn't know this. I, yeah. I'm going to end up like... Okay. I'm going to end up with like shrew powers or something. No, in my life.
0: <laughs> Moose powers.
1: Yeah. I was bit by a radioactive moose.
0: Now I'm just large and awkward and eat plants. I just
1: if I stand really still, people have a hard time seeing me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh it was it was amazing, dude. Like
1: Okay. Now I'm not a fan of the series, but a lot of people are.
0: Okay. The Witcher. Yes.
1: Did it, this is this is it cavil's done he so, left superman
0: in the dust for this and now he's and leaving then, and, this and in then, the
1: dust for a video game
0: other video well game. that's not quite he announced superman he announced that he was back as superman because right. the studio told him to announce that he was back as superman and then like a couple of days after he announced that he was back as superman he announced that he was leaving as geralt and then mm-hmm. a week later James Gunn was like, no, you're not, you're not back as Superman. Um, Oh, wow. So that's now he's going for like Warhammer. Warhammer. Yeah. He's like him and his uh, girlfriend. They're like overseeing the entire Warhammer franchise from TV shows, the movies. What? Oh, yeah. Does he have, does he directed anything? No, I think he's there I don't think he's directing anything but like I think his girlfriend is uh like an executive producer or something like that and he's a producer okay. on the on the whole franchise. So Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't think he'll be like running anything but um basically he's going to whether whatever they do is good or bad, dude's making some bank 100%. And I'm listen, I'm happy for him because uh the the, the rumors that the rumor on the reason why he left the witcher was because he wasn't happy that the writers and showrunner aren't following the books. I don't know how true that is or not, but it makes sense because anytime he ever talks about it, he talks about how much he loves the books and how much he hopes, you know, like when someone asks, what do you look for and se- what are you looking forward to in season three? He's like, "Oh, I hope we do it as close to the book as we possibly can, you know, um that's interesting god it's but you're making me fall in love with cavill here yeah he is a he is a fan true he, and he's true a, he's he like, a bit of
1: a purist Yeah, like, he, he read all be. the
0: games here he read all the books he's played the games like
1: he might be a blue tiger listener
0: i think well, he is i mean i like to assume he is you know um
1: most beautiful
0: of the tiger cubs 100 percent, hands down but the witcher so it's, it's more season three has been good so far. So Netflix is doing this asshole thing where they re- release it in different parts. So they did the for what? part one and then part two releases in a couple of weeks.
1: So part one was like six episodes. Five, and... It was
0: five episodes and it was, it was good, Okay, but they just went full on campiness and I don't, I like, I don't necessarily understand like if it's just bad actors or if it's what they're wanting them to do. But, like, outside of the main actors and then a couple here and there, it's, like, really, they've, like, gone full on camp mode. And I... Oh, weird. And it is weird. But, like, dude, any time, you know, Henry Cavill's the on scene, it's fantastic. Which are
1: like, a real serious, yes. like, dark video game and well, book series?
0: Yes. Based off of books. So, the books were first. And then the video okay. games take place after the events of the books. But... Interesting. But, yeah. It's... uh a pretty they're pretty dark books there's some humor there is humor in the books um but, but no. he's got like a more of like a gothic vibe from gothic action adventure fantasy type yeah shit. yeah 100 yeah. uh, percent. but i mean cavill is i mean he's incredible and it's i i actually saw this really funny tweet that was like uh so netflix i don't know like it's really funny, but also not funny. Like they're posting advertisements saying, yes, everybody, Henry Cavill is still Geralt, you know, um, because everybody was pissed that he's not coming back. And so they're, okay. they're just like posting advertisements saying, yes, he's still Geralt in this season, um, which huh. is interesting. It's almost like it's, it's kind of almost shade at Liam Hemsworth, right, for who's replacing him. A little bit um and then i and is it now
1: is he does he how are they do they is there a device a plot device so they can justify his different appearance or are they just straight up just recasting
0: so it it, there could be depending on i'm not familiar with that universe i don't know if he's like a
1: shapeshifter. no he's not a
0: shapeshifter at all okay so, no, he's just going to be different, different actor.
1: Okay. Same guy, but just straight up like – kind of like what they did uh, to Aunt Viv on uh, – Yes. Fi- on what was it? Fresh Prince, uh, man. Yeah. On Fresh
0: Prince. Yeah, where like, just they, like they, like you they it did in with one Rhodey season in Iron Man. You know? They just, it was, okay. you know, Terrence Howard, and then it was Don Cheadle. You know? Don – you know what? So a
1: few times where the sequel was better.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't disagree I with that. But uh, – <laughs> Yeah, it's I saw this funny tweet though that someone said, "Wouldn't because because uh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth is uh, you know it's just like Walmart Thor is
1: uh, oh I mean well he did cheat on Miley that son of a gun exactly so
0: um he has been reading the books and like training like a madman to like prepare for the new season and so somebody tweeted what if Liam Hemsworth becomes such a fan of the books that Netflix has to fire him too." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's be honest. He's paying someone to read them for him and and uh, give him cliff notes. He's
0: probably, probably, probably.
1: You know, though, if I was signing up for something like that, I'd probably read
2: this. I would
0: one hundred percent read the series. But it's like, yeah, I I just don't understand when you've got that type of lore, why you wouldn't. It's like, to me, it's arrogant to say I'm gonna like I can write this better.
1: I mean, look what they've done to all of the. any of the superhero movies the last 20 years there's been a few. very very few
0: very few adaptations have been great especially tv shows and it's always an interesting question that i would love to like if i ever got to talk to like an uh, someone an author who wrote who wrote books that got adapted into like a tv series i would love to have that conversation of like what makes a good adaptation because i know like we all know that like something you got you got a guy here in front of you that's worked on an
1: adaptation.
0: All right. Well, give me. I can s-
1: tell you. I can tell you right now. The author did not enjoy our adaptation. He, he didn't like my depiction of things. Yeah. Even though things were described as like vague. Yeah. Vague, like verbiage. Yeah. You know, you know, as, um, you can see in gross. Okay. Well, you know um and also he just he didn't like the creative choices that the writer who was yeah. doing the adaptation took and i you know it's one of those he didn't want to write it himself cuz he didn't
0: have time so yeah i mean that would be the one thing well, i would say i think that uh, talking about you know when you're making that type of adaptation i know that like some things in the books don't always necessarily translate to like the screen Right, right, and so you There's have just to too make it's missing you have yeah. to make changes at some point, or like I was listening to one of the podcasts that I listened to um Ty and that Guy. It's one of the one of the writers of the expanse novels. he talked about okay. like some of the changes that they made um with certain characters was because like the you know that actor or actress was so fantastic, so that they kind of combined they put they gave her somebody else's part, right? So like they just they gave another character, they gave her another character storyline because okay. it made sense. Or think you know things like that, but like I think I, a lot of times it's just it comes
1: down to unless that cuz you can't be psychic, right? Right. You can't be in the mind's eye of the original creator. Right. So you're just using what they've given you as a foundation and if it's literature Sometimes it can be really descriptive, but it's more descriptive in like feeling yeah. and essence rather than like yeah. physical. Like yeah. how many times you read a book and they all oh, these smoldering. Well, what does smoldering look like? You know, like I don't. Henry I don't, Cavill. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and and I think unless the writer is okay, like it's it's always interesting, right? Because it seems like yeah. a lot of times writers they have no problem initially going. Yes, adapt my thing. I will love to be an executive producer and collect money. Yeah, But that also in- entails that they don't have a lot of say in the creative process. So I think you either have to yeah. be willing to let well, go and just be like, do the best you can, or try and structure something in where you're involved. That
0: in was one of the great things. I think that's one of the things that makes the The, the Expanse such a fantastic TV show is that mm-hmm. the authors were part of the writer's room
1: yeah and I, I think that's the way to like if I, I personally if i had something adapted i think i would want to be part of uh the process you yeah. know what i mean like yeah like i would look at that as like a secondary paycheck you know, personally like yeah. okay you know like i would want to like I'd be yeah. so but then again sometimes studios don't care you know something yeah they're not they're more interested in like i guess the foundation you create the creative foundation rather right. than everything <laughs> Everything you know, everything you put into it, right? You
0: know? Yeah, that's true. That's
1: yeah, true. I mean, like Cretaceous, right? Yep. Last year, I got approached just vaguely. It was floated out there. What about doing a merchandise line with it? And I was like, no, not not not. Not interested, yeah. not at all. It was like to do figures, but I would have had no say. I would have had no control over anything. I wouldn't have been involved in it in any way. And it was like, it was just mentioned in a meeting
0: and I immediately like was like, no, yeah. no. We already went down that road. We're yeah. not going down that road again. Yeah. yeah. I remember at one point, uh, were they talking about making a card game or something like that?
1: There was a mock card game that was brought up. I saw the prototype of it. They sent me, let's put it this way. Yeah, fuck it. I'll talk shit. It was so goddamn bad <laughs> that I thought it was a con- like a concept.
2: Oh wow. I was like
1: that's how bad. And they're like, "No." And then I think during and then during mid conversation they realized that I thought it was a concept and they were like, "Well, yeah, we'd be willing to like work on maybe making adjustments here and there." And I just was like, "Yeah, cuz this looks awful." I said that. I was like, "This looks awful." Um all you guys did was whoever did this, like they just did bad Photoshop cutouts of panels. Like I could redraw all these. Like, is there an art budget? Yeah. I was like, well, why don't you guys just have me redraw? And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll get back to you. On. never heard a word. I yeah. think they just, I think what they were presenting me was a really shitty proof of concept. Yeah. And that they were ready to, if I were to say yeah on it, they were ready to take, but I, Dude, I bet. I mean, I was just honest because it's, you know, had my name. And, oh, here's the other thing. They didn't want my name on it. Really? Mm-mm. It would have been, well, I'm never going to work with them again. Fuck it. Uh, it would have been Oni Press, Cretaceous, and then they had a card game on there. Wow. My name on it. And I was like, my name needs to be on the, I, that was one of the things. I was like, well, wouldn't my name tag blue Tagalisha Cretaceous or Tagalisha's Cretaceous with an Oni logo down on there on the cover. That they, they didn't like that. They, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All wow. Right. So here's the, here's the here's here's my advice to everybody, all the little tiger cubs out there. If you stand up for yourself, uh, it, well, sometimes nothing happens. <laughs> 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 doors close, but you've got your integrity. goddammit. it. That's your right. Integrity. Uh, yeah uh fuck, i totally forgot about it. thanks for reminding me about god just opening wounds today
0: yeah you know that's and what just, we do here we we open but we heal but we that's heal, right. you know it's, it's healing
1: yeah. um <laughs> oh oh why'd you guys remind me of that card i, I forgot about the card game
0: yeah but i will you i'll know. go back i'll go back to the witcher and just say i yeah. i enjoyed it and uh i am ready for the last three episodes it's just watching it but i'll be honest watching it like you know nikki and i that we, we watch it and we're both like man like this is kind of sad to watch knowing that he's not going to be back
2: yeah so it makes would you will like, you
0: give it a chance when the new season drops i'll need to see it, it just depends like i'll probably yeah. give it a chance like i need to see a trailer i need to see like a const. like i need to see what he looks like as Geralt. i need to see him talk and act and everything like that. Like I need to see that before I make that decision. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not just going to blindly be like Witcher. Yep. Sign me the fuck up. You know?
1: Yeah. Cause you never know. He might, he might kill everyone. It.
0: And yeah, I hope, I hope he does because I love that. Like that series of books is one of my favorite like novel series. I love it. Oh well, wow. I think it's wow. fucking great. You know? Um, mm yeah yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens
1: with it you know what i've been watching yeah i did watch one thing what did you watch and it's mostly just because you were like dude you gotta check it out it's so fucking good
0: what was it and now i feel like you're gonna mock me but what, what is it uh no no <laughs> i
1: love that you're already like flinching like getting ready <laughs>
0: no. i'm afraid okay <laughs> i'm afraid warrior man i should be back fuck. oh, oh. Sub, man
1: God, it's so good the new season i don't want to spoil it for anybody because episodes are just dropping yeah but it's great
0: man it, it's so good. I'm, it was worth the wait man it's been like three years since they made a new season since the last season and uh it's it's been worth the wait
1: yeah it's weird to think that that almost like at one point was pretty much like canceled showtime
0: like, i think it was show stars or showtime canceled it and then hbo yeah. bought it and it did so well that they were yeah. like fuck it let's do a new season
1: which, Again, did they, re- there was first season originally air
0: on Showtime. Both seasons did.
1: That's right. I think that's where I watched it. Even
0: I watched it, uh, on HBO after they had got the rights to it. Cause they got the rights to it during the pandemic. And, uh, that's right. That's what, that's when I binged it. And I was like, this is great. I've watched it like three times. The the whole series, oh. like three times since, since then I love it so much.
1: Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's. I can't say anything bad about it. I just can't. enjoy it so much. Like, the the action is really good. The choreography is super good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great show. Even the plot, like the plot is actually super interesting about these like, you know, gangs, Chinese, Im- Chinese gangsters in, in, in Chinatown in San Francisco in the late 1800s. Yeah. Like it's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and, and I, I love like the whole like the inner workings of like Uh, the Irish labor polls and all that kind of stuff. It's
0: just, oh man, it's so cool. Um, I like how they do the show where like when, when they're all together as, uh, when all of like the, the Chinese folks are together, they're speaking English, but like they'll zoom out as like Americans mm -hmm. walk by and it's like, they're all speaking Chinese. Yeah. Uh, I really, I, I, I just think that that's a really neat way to, uh, to do that.
1: It's a good way to bridge the language barrier, so that you're not like relying on subtitles. Because, like, let's
0: just be honest: average American viewers don't like subtitles. I, um, I do, but I still like. I just think that that's a you neat know One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean that for a lot of people, that is like, oh, I don't because they can't follow along fast enough, which is fine. I've watched TV shows where I can't follow along because like, I watch a lot of Korean and um, Japanese stuff, and it's you know. You can't follow along all the time.
0: Yeah. And the interesting thing, too, is, uh, you know, their lead actor, uh, Andrew Koji, who plays a he's Japanese. Mm-hmm. They have to. Oh, is really? Yeah. They, they read him the lines of Chinese and he has to, he speaks it back like phonetically in order to, you know, to say his lines <laughs> in Chinese. So. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: I just, I, I assume that a lot, probably a lot of the actors. Uh, st- only speak English because I think a lot of them are American actor like American based yeah. actors, you know, yeah. like um, Asian Americans. Yep. Um uh and then it's got that one dude, uh I think he's is he Malaysian? Oh
0: yeah, Joe Taslam. Yeah. Dude, that dude that guy's a badass. Man. Yeah he is. He, I love that dude. Yeah he, he
1: dies in most of the movies that he's in. He always plays he's sub
0: zero in Mortal Kombat. So yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh and he's also uh, what was that movie we watched on Netflix with him? It's oh like the, yeah Is it the night comes for us or something yes. like that. Yes. It had a weird title but it was like r- such over the top violence. we are like no human being would be alive. It's like now. oh you're dead. He like <laughs> but it's amazing. Yep. Yep, I love that movie. It's fucking great. Um, then he's in the raid, yep. you know. The raid is a great flick. Yep. Um, yeah, no. Does it that's yeah. Yeah, man, that's my favorite TV show on on right now. See, only one I'm watching. I have, you know, I usually have like one show, you know, yeah. that I watch a week. Oh, I'm
0: watching a show cool. right now. Hmm. the righteous gemstones, sir
1: okay i I lied i have two shows (laughs) Uh, listen danny mcbride anytime he's got a tv show i'm watching man we
0: started so we start. we watched uh we caught up on righteous gemstones then we started watching we watched the first episode of eastbound and down as well you're welcome so great did you have you watched vice no i haven't seen vice yet that's the vice principal. but i'll watch anything that he's behind so
1: yeah, he plays like one of the, like the vice principal of like a high school or a junior high. So yeah, like, dude. It's great, dude. It's oh man, it's so good. It gets so dark so fast, but like, you know, like gemstones and it's, I think it's all the same showrunners that are on it. Nice. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Danny McBride,
1: man. Have you, you've seen he's bounded down, right? I
0: have. Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't seen the whole series, but I've seen like multiple episodes. Okay. Um, great that- show. The way you were talking
1: about how you've watched Wire several times through.
0: Yeah. That's how I'm with Eastbound. I we else. just watched it's the first right. episode, and, and yeah, Nikki was just cracking up. But, I mean, Righteous Gemstones, man, like, that has to be one of the best shows, and it's so funny and smart and um, hilarious. I mean, oh. Let's be honest. There's got to be some pockets of America that hate that movie. And they should be asking themselves why.
1: Well, I like to think that people who run those churches, those type of mega churches,
0: are just like that.
1: Th- I like to think that they said they're like, "Oh, dude, there's a new episode of Righteous Gemstones we got to
0: watch." <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, oh, they
0: got us. Yeah, they it's that show's this show's so funny, man. It's so great.
1: Oh. Yeah, and my one of my favorite actors is in the latest season. Steve's on. He, I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, he's Zahn, a crazy old anarchist. I like how they
0: aged him up too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's God, he's so good. I don't I wish that guy got more credit because in my opinion, he's one of the best character actors. He's good in everything. He's good in everything. Yeah, the movie can be trash, but he him just being Steve Zahn in it is so great.
0: Now my I have a favorite character in that series, and that is none other than
1: Is it Bible
0: Bonkers? It's Uncle Baby Billy, buddy. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Bible Bonkers. It's gotta yeah. be big, man. Yeah. Big.
0: Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this just Family Feud? <laughs> no, it's Bible no. Bonkers. <laughs> Bible Bonkers. What's wrong with you? So good. So God,
1: good. He's, well, in season two, wasn't he kind of the villain?
0: He's always kind of the villain. He's just.
1: I mean, he's villainous. They're all villains.
0: villains. They're all okay. villains in their own yeah. way. Like. <laughs>
1: yeah. I love how they kind of make you think like, oh, yeah, John Goodman's a good – kind of the good guy in the family. You're like, no, he's the worst. Yeah. He's the one who set all this up. He used to beat people up for money.
0: I love the society of – what is it? Bibles and pistols or something? Oh, <laughs> like prayers God. and pistols. So Capes funny. and pistols. Capes and pistols. Capes and pistols. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
1: funny. The Bible Society of Capes and Pistols, the most prestigious, oh. prestigious groups. <laughs> Folks, right. if you haven't watched – yeah, just yeah, – got
0: so just, funny. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, so him good. and BJ, baby Billy and BJ are my two favorite characters.
1: Is BJ the sister?
0: The husband, oh, sister's no. husband.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, the sister kind of reminds me of my own
0: sister. <laughs> she is hilarious. Every character, like there is not one unfunny. Oh man, character on that show.
1: Yeah. Oh, what's his name from workaholics uh that guy's great yeah. as the the youth pastor <laughs> yep and his friend
0: his oh the uh i can't remember his name i can like he's the the saved satanist yes who you yeah. probably his boyfriend uh I was laughing. I haven't watched this week's episode, but the one before when they were like, we have to remove him as a youth pastor. Cause he <laughs> creeps out the kids, but we found a great place for him in immigrant control. <laughs> like, yeah. It's <laughs> just like, Oh my God. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that shows, uh, dude, I, I always, if you're going to like, you know, like people are always like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to cancel my Netflix subscription. I'm going to get the, to get HBO. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so worth it. Like, just their programming.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe they don't have the volume, the sheer volume. The quality,
0: like, though. The quality it, is there.
1: I, yeah. Their their shows are like, every episode's like a movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All their stuff's good. But, all right. I think that about cover, well, no, there's one thing we didn't cover news-wise. What? God, man, that's a big episode. Uh there was a big trend that happened, well, this last month. It okay. went away just as quick, but it was a little it was very eye-opening.
0: Okay. About professionals working in the comic industry. Oh yeah, the comics and broke I, me hashtag.
1: Comics broke me hashtag, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it enlightening but also frustrating how many people that this was news to that I felt should have been aware of it and the fact that I, I just was – I was so taken back by so many people that were like, oh, I can't believe that this is how the industry has been going. I can't believe that like so many creators have been have been
0: treated like this, blah, blah,
1: blah. What, and it was just yeah. one of those
0: – really, man? Wasn't this part of this triggered by the, uh, uh, the Stan Lee documenta- uh, documentary that came out? Wasn't that, I think wasn't that, that part I think of it? That,
1: I think it had something to do with it. I don't really know what set it off. I just know I woke up one morning and people were like, I can't believe this was happening. And I saw people telling their horror stories. And yeah, I guess what was more interesting is, you know, a few years ago there was all that.
0: People were like
1: up in arms because they, you know,
0: image tried to unionize. Yeah. Corporate. Corporately. Right, right, right. What's yeah. the creators that were getting a piece of that, right?
1: No. And it was one of those things where like, that was the one thing that was completely devoid of, comics broke me hashtag is yeah if you want there this is this type of business practices are going to continually happen in a a a predatory practice that yeah. is comics where you've you know where it's a feast and famine type mentality mentality Right. You now, in terms of work and you have you know only so many jobs available and companies only have so much money to disperse right and the deals they're going to cut are going to be as small as possible. And like, I mean, I've seen creators right now that are coming out with sequels to books and they're after being told like, oh, my book was canceled, it, it was sold so poorly. And I just, you know, as someone who spent all last year going through pitch meetings on various projects, uh, it's, you know, it's like, do you, I walked away from all the offers that I got because they were pitiful, right? Cause, right. Because, these companies are smart. They know that they're bought like during the pandemic, there was a bit of a bubble. They made a lot of surplus and now they're having to downsize. So they're trying to keep their numbers high, but they're not, you know, they're not offering the same kind of deals. Right. And I just find it really interesting is how many people there. No one's going to admit it, but a lot of people are still signing those bad deals. And um, I think is it's just interesting. It just says, like, for all the hustle and bluster that went on for those that week, nothing has changed. It accomplished, unfortunately, nothing. And the only thing that was real is how many there's the few, there's that, I guess you could say, 1% sure. of creators who feel like they, they're doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so they have no problem with the system. Yeah. Uh, and uh, which I think is kind of sad. Because honestly, like any type of you need the people at the very top, you need the people that are making the most money to advocate for the majority right. of the group that's making the least amount of money right. Um, but, yeah, and I you know, there's multiple arguments I can understand, you know, um this and that, but it it was interesting, right? And there was a lot of like stories that came out that really made companies like Marvel, d c, Dark Horse even look really, really bad, like yeah, really fucking bad. Yeah. Um, but you and I talked about this. What was the one thing that no one was fucking doing? No one was tagging the companies that fucked them over.
0: Yeah, that's true. And all that. that no one
1: true. tagged companies. Occasionally you saw a couple of editors who were long retired yeah. or out and those people chimed in and said, Hey, this is what the companies were telling us to do yeah. behind the scenes to like fuck creators over. Yeah. Um, hey, don't pay them unless they email you. That's the type of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yep. And, um, well, you even saw some people who, uh, who were like, I see the comics break me, but not for me. Comics built me. And it's like, well, yeah, you're, you're, you're the 1% of the 1% of the top, like getting a regular paycheck with benefits. And uh, yeah. Or know. you
1: got, you got lucky and you had a friend that was a high standing editor who looked out for you there. Um, I know I was at a company where I was promised, yeah. you know, a tour, um, foreign book distribution, yeah, um, merchandise and there was, I didn't even get fucking paid on time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yep. I got nothing. Um, I didn't even get emails answered either. Like that is the, you know, that's the yeah. kind of the contrast to it. And like, I don't think that the people on the side, they're like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. I don't think they understand what that does for somebody. I mean, you know, imagine if you went to job, your work and you just didn't get paid.
0: Right. You know what I mean?
1: Like, right. But then like, imagine you spent your whole youth trying to get that job. Right. And then you get there and then you don't get paid. Right. You know, like yeah. yeah. that's the reality. It's like, this is yeah. like people finally making it to the NBA. And then the NBA is like, Oh no, you have to play for free and you have to pay for your own travel. Yeah. Like, sorry, but hey, you get to play basketball, (laughs) you know?
0: Right. Uh, Right.
1: Yeah. It'd be the same,
0: same thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And I don't know, it it was interesting because like there was a lot of disconnect, um, and it made you kind of, I don't know, it is, I thought it was very revealing about the people, like people were complaining, but still that fear of I'm I'm complaining, but if I complain too loudly, I might get blacklisted because no one. No one was tagging the people that actually felt like we should have all, I mean, I didn't chime in. I was like, Hey, I'm, yeah, I got fucked over by this company, that company, whatever I, I'm, I'm working now. Yeah. Uh, whatever, whatever I say is, isn't going to really have an effect here. Cause it didn't, it had right. zero effect, but I don't know. It was interesting. What, as someone who's read comics for a really yeah. long time. And like, I would say through the podcast, you've really kind of like, you're now like a known person in the
0: industry, right? Like pros know who you are. <laughs> Sure, some of them do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I mean, Terry Dawson did say Terry you know, Dawson knows who you yeah, are. Yeah. He said in- we're the, we have the best podcast in the world. So,
1: in the world, the, on the-
0: planet Earth, on planet Earth. And that's, inter- we're intergalactic. So, you know, you know what that means. Um, that's right. Yeah. You know, I saw it. And I, I mean, first and foremost, obviously, like, I feel for those people. You know what I mean? like I, you you definitely. feel for him a hundred percent like like that's yeah. shitty you know yeah um, it's like
1: a it's a ball breaker you yeah, know what I mean like a, yeah it's it, a dream killer it really a,
0: is it's like a straight like punch to the nuts you know what I mean like yeah um like to just put your heart and soul into something and then you know not get what was promised to you you know even if it's in a contract you know even if you have a contract because they know that yeah we don't we don't give a fuck like you're not what are you going to do you're not going to do anything because you can't afford to do anything um it it almost like on some level it it it's it can sour reading things you know what i mean you're like oh hey let me go get the newest like dc book and it's like oh Bet you they fucked this person over, you know. As you're, <laughs> <laughs> as you're reading, you know what I mean. Like that's a yeah, that's a bummer. Um, but I, you know, I think another piece of that too is looking at, uh, you know, that that's one of the reasons why I like Kickstarter and I like supporting those independent books, where you know, like that money is going directly to those people, to the creators who are involved in the process. Like I think that that's an important that was an important thing that I took away from that too, is like at the end of the day, like these, the, the big two books and everything like that, like it's all corporate, you know, it's corporate comics, you know, yeah. at, at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, that's why I think it's important to, to anytime you can like get on, you know, support somebody's Kickstarter, do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or go to like the independent rack. If your comic, comics shop yeah has yeah been.
0: don't just don't just look at the marvel dc rack like see what else is out there like there's gonna be and that's a great thing that's the thing that i love most about comics is that if you want i don't know you want superheroes hey there's superheroes there for you if you want a gritty crime novella there's a comic for that too like there's a comic for everything yeah. you know um and a lot of those ones are just as good if not better than these uh then like the big two books or the big three books um the problem is people just don't know about them yeah yeah you know it's,
1: they're like diamonds in the rough
0: you know yeah and uh i
1: don't know yeah it's always it's interesting but i don't know i, I i'm curious to see what's going to happen you know twitter's
0: supposedly dying we'll see um we are on every- threads now by the way
1: You know, I haven't made, I haven't even gone on threads. Is this, is it scary? No, I like,
0: I actually kind of, I actually like threads. What's interesting is that, uh, it's a lot like Twitter because all of the people that Elon fired, uh, like threads hired them and they basically just
1: mimic the format.
0: Oh, yeah. Is
1: it, you know, the big thing, like I see a lot of people, people were jumping to Mammoth a while ago. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that's taken off too much. No. Um, I don't know. I'm not. This one
0: has the biggest, like, Uh, the most like new users they've had like 150 million new users in like a week on threads and it's like i like probably my favorite of the social media platforms is instagram um same and uh so it's like the same model it's the same platform essentially but uh yeah i i like it i think it's nice you can find us there at blue tiger revenge tiger cubs who are out there so um (laughs) but but yeah I don't know man i i I hope changes happen you know for you guys in the in the industry um yeah it just I don't because it something's got to happen
1: because at some point I think people are I've seen so many people that came into this young yeah and I remember having conversations even in my 20s in my 20s my biggest worry was like I don't know if this is a financially yeah like solvent position, like job to do. And I remember, um, I mean, I remember I had a conversation with Layla, this is way back in the day. She was like, Oh, you just, you just got to lower your overhead so that your living fees can easily be covered. And I was like, "Eh," "And you know, and it was just one of those where like, uh, you know, we, we, I had like certain responsibilities that I had to cover. And so, um, you know, the idea of just lowering my, I guess overhead for living expenses. Yeah. we were already about as low as we could go. That was doable. Like it just wasn't, uh, it wouldn't be, you know, feasible unless we wanted to get a bunch of
0: roommates and
1: you know what I mean? Like it just, I don't want to
0: live like that, man.
1: Like I don't want to live like that. No, Dude, we were 30 years old. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't want to be living like that at 30. Like I, yeah, yeah, it was like, you know, and it, I get it for some people that, that works, but at some point, like I've watched it happen. Whereas everyone starts getting a little older and I yeah. don't know if it's just because we live in a capitalist society, but at some point you want something for yourself. Right. Yeah. And so like the whole grind that you're willing to do in your twenties by sacrificing, like, ah, I'm not going to live like my parents. And by the time you're in your late thirties, you're like, yeah, that, uh, I, I kind of like to Like, you know. I would kind of like to have a little something for myself, even sure. if it's just an apartment. I don't, I don't like sharing uh, a kitchen with four other people, right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I that, yeah. that. I don't know, yeah, hundred you know, like percent, yeah. So like, I don't know. It, uh, yeah, something's got to change. I think, I hope something changes. I, I hope that maybe just through awareness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, I have noticed that there's a trend where, like, I, we comment about it. We talked about this at Emerald City. People are much more. Um, free flowing. Yeah. uh, uh, With their business dealings, where before was I mean, you could waterboard somebody and they wouldn't tell you their page rates, you know, and they'd be just like, like you tell you'd say your page rates and they'd be like, shh, what are you doing? You're like, "Uh, I don't.
0: Yeah. Why? Why should this be a secret? It shouldn't be. That's how you get pay parity. You know what I mean? Like that's how you get equal equal pay. It shouldn't be a secret that the Ninja
1: Turtles was paying people 150 bucks a page. Yeah. Sorry yeah. for narrative on a giant book. Yeah. Like uh, maybe it wasn't gi- it's not giant. I don't know, it's, but it's pretty a pretty giant. Pretty,
0: They've got a new movie coming out like it's giant.
1: Like <laughs> It's a pretty big franchise and they're paying like like bottom tier rate. Like not bottom tier but like they weren't paying great rates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I mean that is the reality and maybe I'm CDW's
0: number one selling book and it's not even close. <laughs> so
1: yeah. Yeah, I And so I mean I don't know what they're paying now maybe they they're paying more. Um maybe. but I doubt that it's much more. Uh if I had to guess. So never getting hi- they're never hiring me again Not after that one. Yeah. I just out I just outed them.
0: I think I yeah, I don't think they were going to anyway, but
1: Oh, wow. Thanks,
0: man. Not because of the work, but
1: Uh, I don't know what's going on with them over there.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Turtles is
1: killing it. Turtles is always doing stuff.
0: Yeah. Hey, I am an avid turtle reader. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right. We've been we've been flapping some gums. man. Yeah, we
0: have. Yeah.
1: Why don't we uh, get into what we read real quick and then we can
0: dip out of here because I got to go to bed at some fucking point so yeah it's it's getting late it's yeah getting late all right all right over the pandy. what'd you read what do you got the pandy? Or not the pandy. the break the hiatus God. oh yeah so i read the entire uh deadly class series whoa isn't that like 12 volumes it was 11 yeah 12 Holy yeah something shit. like that something like that damn yeah rick, How- rick remender west craig uh so let me ask you this yeah
1: do I need to check it out? It's How pretty, is
0: it? it's pretty good, man. I I but I don't know if you would like it. And and, okay. and I'm not saying that because the book is bad. I really loved it. I thought it was really great. The high school assassins. And then the kind of the cool thing that I liked was that they like flashed forward in time, like 10 years later, 20 years later, 30 years later, okay. what these what these kids were doing, you know, with their lives. And I really I thought that was a really neat thing um because i didn't want it to end with them just like in high school like i wanted to see what they were up to you know um i don't know if you would like it because there's a lot of monologuing like the main the main character um it's all his perspective it's a ton of ton of dialogue just of his inner thoughts um and i yeah and and i know you're more of you like less of that less is more to you you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm, um, I'm kind
1: of a minimalist uh,
0: minimalist when it comes to it, storytelling. It, it works for that book because that's you know that's the whole series is kind of built on the main character's kind of inner monologue, you know. Um, okay. so, so it works for that, but that's typically not your not that's, your forte you, for comics. Um, no,
1: I still should probably check it out. At I least think the you, first should, you
0: should at least check out the first volume. You could probably get it yeah. used for pretty cheap or get it on kindle i think the first volume is free on kindle um
1: oh okay i've got the kit what is what i can't even remember yeah like what it's called but so I've got
0: that definitely worth checking check it out and see I, I i think you would like the story the art is good uh is really yeah. good i mean west craig crushes it on the art but it's it's just it's the dialogue piece that i don't know if that's necessarily your forte okay that makes sense yeah that makes yeah. sense Interesting. I, I fucking loved it man i loved like you know kind of showing how these kids all come from like different gangs like gangs and mm. like like famous like serial killer parents or like the russian government will send sent this kid here to be like the ultimate like soviet assassin. killing machine assassin um, the Yakuza, sends their good the Mexican cartels, like you know, so they've all got these kids in oh, here who are teaching them up to you know basically be their covert covert ops folks. Um, oh wow, the Dixie Moth. Cool. There's someone from like Dixie Mafia who's in there. Like what? it's it's cool, man. Like it's and uh, didn't they do a TV show or they tried they, to? They did. It only made it one season because of the pandemic. The pandemic killed that show. It was actually the show was actually really good. Okay. Um, but yeah, the pandemic killed that show.
1: I always see images of. There's the girl with the. She's got like dragon tattoos yeah, on yeah, her yeah. arms. Yep. Is she like yakuza or something? Yep. Okay, that's what I figured. She's she her imagery is all over the place. Yeah. Especially like images always using her for advertisements yeah. and stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. Show was the the show was good, but yeah, the book the book was better. Yeah, it was definitely worth. I think it's it's. You should check out the first volume just to see yeah. what you think. You know what I mean? I'm always
1: curious about it. I've just, uh, I just never read it. I never broke down. And it was one of those where like, I'd see like 10 volumes or something. And I'd be like, that's too much. Yeah. I can't. I, that's yeah. why I gave up. I got four, three volumes deep on Invincible. And yeah. I just was
0: like, okay, I'm done. So you I were can't. leaving just when it was started getting good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> You dipped much.
0: out just when it was like, start to get fucking insanely good.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah pretty much and then i saw how much invincible there was and i was like i'm not
0: yeah it was made at never, like 150 160 issues something like that so yeah god it'd be great to do a run on something like that right Or
1: like that's that's all you do
0: right one day. one day one day yeah um anything else that's really been it man that's that's a lot
1: that I, I say anything else but that's
0: i read a lot of there was a lot of comics in that yeah yeah 11 volumes that's yeah it's shit done. yeah so i've been reading it's <laughs>
1: like five volumes what no 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 that's like two volumes a week
0: yeah wow yeah that's a,
1: wow. okay i read a couple of things um well i read a, a novel
0: okay i i read volume five of the meg series oh you finally got it in
1: yeah i finally um i've got volume six waiting for me but i just i had to take a little break from jonas yeah shark hunting it was called night stalkers uh is interesting it was good is one of those where like i'm not gonna say that it's like highfalutin storytelling no by any means, no, no no but and i mean they're they move real quick man they're in california one day san juan's the next antarctica then the following I mean, it moves pretty quick, but I'll just say this. It's sometimes, you know, like you like your popcorn movies. Yeah. I would say this is like a popcorn monster novel. Perfect. Um, Yeah. And it's just giant sharks fucking shit up. Perfect. Um, and there's some other critters and some cool like the, uh, this is what I'll say about the author. He does a really great, um, he's really, really great at writing action sequences. Okay. So you get really immersed in long locked into the literature while like, Oh, the, you know, the Meg was chasing them in their custom submersible. Yeah. And, and, you know, they just ducked out of time and, and, you know, it's just that kind of stuff. And they, I don't know. It was just, it was a really entertaining book. Uh, it's, I mean, it's an entertaining book series. It's very like, it's ridiculous. Um, and I know I've seen some interviews with the author saying like, I was actually looking into maybe having him come on. Yeah. Uh, if I don't think we could get him. but one of my deterrents that I didn't reach out was uh, he's a big believer in the science that he pushes in it. Oh. And, yeah, and I'm like, nah, man. Like that, that's not. There's some. There's some big problems with the. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the fossil record's not very well represented and things like that. Sure. Um, but, you know, it's just again. It's, if you like giant monsters, especially and sea I monsters, do. yeah, it's worth, and it's a fast read, too. Like, it's a real, it. it's just a real quick, exciting, just fun read. Um, I think, I, I mean, I read it while we were camping, and I, yeah, I, I would do, you know, maybe like 50 pages, 80 pages a night, just kind of flew through.
0: Yeah, it. just, yeah, that's nothing, that's, a, I like reading that way, so.
1: Yeah, it was great, and and it was something that like it was fu- it was light enough but fun enough where it's like you look, you look forward to it. You know how sometimes when you're reading a novel, it gets to areas where it's like, oh, I gotta get through this. Yeah. sequence. Oh, yeah. It's gonna,
0: it's gonna be slow, and then shit's gonna. And pick I feel up. like most, I feel that a lot of most books have that kind of section in them, right? This book does not. Uh, the mega series
1: is just like, hey, just. Put the adrenaline drip in my arm because we're going full tilt the whole I'm time. I'm about that. Yeah, man. Like they don't there is zero chill. And when there's chill, it's like like where's where's it? My God, it just killed a bunch of people off the coast of California. God damn it.
0: I like that. You know?
1: Yeah, it's cool. Or it's you know, I don't know. And there's all kinds of I'm far enough in the series now where there's like all kinds of prehistoric shit that's yeah. come out of the Mariana trench and yeah. yeah. see like under undersea lakes and stuff. Um, so I've got book six waiting. Supposedly book seven is going to drop at some point. I don't know, but we'll see.
0: Someday. It'll be there. Som- yeah. It'll be there. But uh, so he's, just, he's waiting to have us on the show, and that's when he'll... Or have him on the show? Or have him on the show, and then he'll officially drop book seven. That could be it. I think that's that what it be. is. What, what else could it be? Yeah, th- that's probably it. Hmm. I guarantee you that's what's happening. Yeah.
1: Um, and then I picked up this book. So, you know, I like the old, like I've been getting into like the old stuff from the eighties, right? Yeah. Like old eclipse comics. Yeah. Yeah. So we went into this old like bookstore and they, it was really cool. Uh, it's down in Astoria right on the water. Okay. And, um, and, and if you, people don't know anything about Astoria, but it sits right at the mouth of the Columbia river Mm -hmm. on the Oregon, like the Oregon side, right? Where Oregon and Washington, you know, like are gapped and, um, Anyways, I went in there and they had a cool graphic novel section. Okay, and they had an old copy of this series called Scout by Timothy Truman. I've heard of Scout. And yeah, it, it, it's like a, a sci-fi, like a kind of like post-apocalyptic Native American, yeah. uh, like war, like soldier essentially. And um, man, it was just. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. It's got like some like kind of like Rambo style like elements, like and I mean, like Rambo too, you know, just fuck, yeah, blowing shit up and everything. Explosive arrows. Just... Give me that, yeah. yeah. but the cool thing was it was fucking it's signed by the creator and everything. Oh sick, yeah. like they only made um, I think they only made like two hundred copies of this thing. and they had one. and I got it for I picked it for like
0: twenty bucks. It's a little more
1: than I normally spend for used books,
2: yeah.
0: but dude, it's like hardbound. It's signed you know it's, i'm a sucker for a hardbound book so yeah and what's crazy it's an
1: awesome condition like it's like it's never been read man like the the color's not even you know normally you get these older books the color's all faded from the pages and they're yellow they're not it's like crisp i mean you can see it's like crisp nice uh like dyes and stuff still in it like yeah i i'm like real hesitant to like when i turn the pages because it's real light you know I'm, yeah. it's like man it is like newsprint all yeah, the way yeah um but i mean like this is the kind of imagery it's kind of got that like renegade
0: oh, like, I, dude renegade great 90s show yeah like, like you
1: warrior know. of the west L- lorenzo
0: Lamas, dude like yeah, let's yeah. go
1: it definitely has this is definitely definitely a catalyst for renegade man um but it, it's it's awesome dude we should it's,
0: do a we should do a renegade live watch we should just turn Blue Tiger into the Renegade Rewatch Show.
1: There you go. We do one episode a week. Yeah, yeah. For, it's for like, Renegade. oh, tune in. Oh, see what we should do is do it live. Do it live, like a live feed, watch on like YouTube or something.
0: Oh, that'd be fucking great. I think we'd get sued, but it'd be worth trying.
1: Is it? I mean. Is there anybody around to sue us from I, Renegade? I, I would hope not. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of my dude. I thought that guy's look was so awesome. The I best to be. man, leather jacket,
0: long, long hair. hair, yeah,
1: motorcycle yeah. riding through the desert. Yeah, if you have a couple like badass stunt guys as your best
0: friends. Yep,
1: it's way to do it. Yep. So I read that, um, which was great. It was awesome throwback. You know, kind of eighties. That eighties badass hyper masculine uh action movie kind of thing you right. like, fight robots and soldiers you know like i don't think it's a genre that's ever like necessarily needs to come back but man it's fun to revisit it you know what i mean Agreed. just like testosterone to the fucking max
0: yeah oh yeah <laughs> we don't
1: have we don't have time for love or drama we just gotta kill these motherfuckers <laughs> you know like it's just that kind of shit where even the girls have like fucking veins and shit, you know what I mean? Where Perfect.
0: Like, everyone's juicing in that book.
1: Ev- everyone's on the sauce. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. And then, I know, I'm not a big fan of the writer as of as of late because uh his his latest comment, like his a lot of his dialogue on uh, social media has been really ill informed. Oh, um, I know who
0: you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, I read The Ambassadors. Oh, yeah. Image. And uh, it was interesting. I got it mostly because I liked the experiment of, like, I think it was six issues. And every issue, a different artist was featured as, like, they were doing the art for it and I thought that was a really interesting thing because like some issues obviously were better than others, Yeah. but like it was all a who's who like it was an all-star cast. So it was all kind of bad. The story wasn't that great. Like I'll be honest. The story was that was just, wasn't that great. It read like, like a treatment for like a TV pitch.
0: It's Probably what that's what it was.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It really, it, it felt like it was just so fast paced and, um, I don't know some of the things weren't as well developed. I read his, uh, his
0: his latest nemesis book and it was the same way. Really? Yeah. Again, I mean, I don't, don't want to fantastic. Yeah. The arts you know? Great.
1: The budgets for these books are like, I originally got it. Cause it's like, Oh, Frank quietly is going to do the first issue. And then I saw the last issue was going to be by Mateo Scalera. And I was like, Oh, both those guys are fucking hammers. Like yeah. I got to check out these books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those where like, I honestly feel like it would probably make a better TV show, like yeah. a long-term multiple, like a three well, Yeah, season I mean, TV he's got show. that
0: Netflix deal. So I think all of it, anything that he makes, like, this is, th- these are the pitches. Yeah. Kind <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Just doesn't miniseries. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And I mean, I don't, I, I've been trying lately to separate the creator from the art from the creator. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's a dumbass he's not like committing crimes against people so there's a difference
1: no and he's weighing on in on like a political scene that he doesn't even live in yeah um, yeah so it's like he's I don't know he was like some of the stuff he was saying was like D- what what are you talking about man like you have no what is your you content like
0: Scotland this? dude like <laughs> get out of here yeah like, what yeah. is your
1: what is your context for this like it was just um yeah he's just it's one of those where like, "Hey man, I know you're a good like you're a good writer, but let's just that's, that's what you do. Like yeah. you write you write fiction. Like let's shut up.
2: Yeah. You're not a
1: political scientist."
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh <laughs> and you might be, but you probably know more about the politics where you live versus politics. Yeah. It's like, uh, Yeah. No, I get
0: what you're saying. On, I get yeah, what you're saying.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, but um so I try not to that I got to be admit that kind of soured me a little bit. I I shouldn't It shouldn't bother me, but it did. It
0: bothers that kind of stuff bothers me too. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. I mean, I saw the flash, so I I can't really talk a ton of shit. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Was it busy when you went? At least no. Is it dead? Pretty dead. Probably less than half full.
1: I wonder if that's how it's been that I haven't been to the theaters in so long. I
0: couldn't. Yeah, I haven't been to a full theater in a long fucking time. I did get to go with Brady though, so that was fun um
1: oh yeah the whole super
0: geeky no it was just brady I, I drove down to kelso and uh max and i did and and we met up with brady at the movie theater to go see the flash
1: what did brady think of the flash he, he loved usually it his hot take
0: loved it yeah Nice. yeah he nice. loved he loved Me- keaton he especially loved the uh christopher reeves showing up in the in the oh, multiverse nice. thing yeah i forgot there was christopher reeves in it yeah Don't, both both the reeves Superman were in there, right? Well, it was him and, and Supergirl, which they were never on the screen together at the same time. But oh,
1: I thought they had the old Superman from the fifties. Oh though. yeah. George
0: Reeves. Yeah. 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 That's
1: George right. Reeves. I yeah. That's what I meant. George
0: Reeves. Yeah. Yep. They were both how there. Dare yeah, how dare you? How dare you? The
1: original, my father's Superman. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird to think. It's kind of weird to think it was two, same yeah. two guys, same
0: family. I don't think uh, they're related. I thought they were. No, I think they just had the same last name. Oh oh that's weird. Yeah. It's all right. I don't, I don't know. know. Somebody's yelling at us right now for that, but in a couple of years you wait. Cage control. Face off. They Superman, already announced they announced face Superman. Off. And he looks exactly like Henry Cavill. Does he really? He looks a lot like Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah. Before he
1: bulked up for Superman? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I always thought he was a bulky dude, and then I saw pictures of it because everyone yeah. was complaining, and they're like, do you remember what Cavill looked like before Superman? Yeah. And then they show, and it's like, oh yeah, he had the exact same build as this other guy.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: not that I care. I was like, I don't can care. Be skinny. Why yeah. does Superman have to be fucking jacked? He can be, Super, Superman he, could look like Jack Black and he'd still be destroyed everybody because, you know. That, that would, would be, be better. Funny.
0: That would be better. That
1: would be funny. Right? Yeah. You imagine Jack Black at is the new Superman.
0: I'm in. <laughs> and it's a musical? And it's a musical. Even better. Even better.
2: That's right. Yeah. All right.
1: Should we stick a, a fork in this pig? Because I think it's roasted.
0: I think so. And, you know, as if we're going to stick a fork in it, uh, what we really need to do is just head on over to BlueTigerRevenge.substack.com, uh, the home of Blue Tiger Revenge, Operation Blue. Anytime we post something new, that's where it is. That's where it lives. I would even dare to say it's probably the greatest site on the Internet. So... Whoa. Uh, you should go there, you should uh, check everything out on there, share it with your friends, subscribe, it's a free subscription, um, you don't even have to do anything, you type in your email, and then when a new episode comes, when a new page of Operation Blue drops, you get an email, it's that easy folks, it's that easy to bring joy to your life. I'm pretty sure uh, all of the aliens who are in their UFOs, this is how they do it, they subscribe. Whoa, whoa uap uaps excuse me uh and their uaps uh this is how they subscribe you know via email um you know because they're busy you know they're flying around fucking outer space and shit like exploring <laughs> new worlds you know uh maybe wanting to conquer ours i don't know they don't have time to keep checking every time a new episode drops so they just get it emailed to them so they know you know,
1: can we get? Can you just do the press release for the White House <laughs> and they're like, "Listen, man, there's UFOs and stuff. They're flying around and shit in space." <laughs>
0: like, I'll do amazing. it. I'll do it. I'm. I'm honestly like, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go out, take it one step further, and say the only reason that they haven't annihilated us is because every time they're about to hit fire, a new episode of Blue Tiger Revenge drops into their email inbox. <laughs> And then they find the joy again of planet earth. So you're welcome world. I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, Find us on social media, uh, at blue tiger revenge. Uh, we're on threads, Instagram, Twitter at blue tiger pod. I don't know how long that's going to be around probably forever. Um, If I'm being honest, it's not fucking going anywhere, but uh, (laughs) we're, we're, we're there. Uh, Find us, like us. Uh, We'll start posting stuff more now that we're back from our break. Um, And that is all I have to add. Do you have anything else? I just, the only thing I have is to say it's, it's great to be back.
1: It is back in the saddle, silky smooth saddle with my main man. Brian
0: Bales. That's right. Well, if that's all you have, what time is it? Hit the music.